See how, how, how we sound here. All right. How are we doing? I don't, how I don't do know. I sound? Uh, <laughs> your sound, your sound looks, I mean, your levels look like they're pretty good. Oh, okay. Our, our Corey's level's good. He, he sounded a little quiet to me at first. It, it does look like you're, you're a little quieter than I am on there. So maybe turn, yeah, well, turn it up guess, just a little. I mean, uh, just a little bit. Just, yeah. just a little. All right. How about that? Yes. Let's 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 try that. I guess. Yeah, I, th I think that works. Is it? Uh, I should have should have turned off my my monitor. The kid the kids don't have school tomorrow, so uh, my wife has been working on the kitchen and like painting the kitchen. So she's like, oh, the kids can stay up a little bit later tonight. And I just, because I really want to finish painting. And they're just like being rambunctious because it's way after their bedtime. <laughs> huh. So. So, so here we are. We've finally have been able to reveal to the world. I mean, I guess we revealed it, but I mean, like now everybody has seen the first part of the documentary. Uh, someone in, in our Discord was just saying uh, you should put a on-screen blurb with info that, that the docuseries will continue. Uh, uh, people, I don't know if people understand that. Like the goal is like roughly like a an entry, like a like a part every like a little bit about a month or so. Yeah, it probably realistically probably like a month and a half, but you know. I'm going. Yeah, I mean that's. I'll go act like a month as possible. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's the goal, and there will be like regular episodes in between. Yes. Uh, I mean the goal is I've been I spent a lot of this weekend working on a frame that is going to be movable, roll roll aroundable. That's going to be our typical background. Uh, I didn't want to put wood paneling on the wall here, so I built a big PVC pipe frame, and I'm going to put wood paneling on it and it's, it's kind of cool it's it's kind of big it's like uh it's like six feet tall and uh maybe seven feet wide <laughs> so i was just thinking like oh you know actually i could probably you you had mentioned that i could probably put something on the other side yeah. like i could probably put a green screen on the other side as little honestly. as we use that kind of thing yeah which is like it was never i mean it's not even a like but, uh, thing that we even do anymore. I saw a few questions in the chat. The filming is done. I, I mean, I am not going to never say never to recording more interviews, but probably not at this point. I don't think, I mean, it, I mean, when you, when I say filming is done, we, we've got like a bunch of interviews. Um, yeah. And B roll. There's a lot of people like new people in each episode. Yeah. And, and B roll from when, we were there out shooting at places, but there is still a lot of B roll that we shoot at home. Uh, and you know, the stuff for, I mean, there might be a few things we've already shot that I'll use in like part two or something, but, um, you know, that kind of stuff is kind of just, you know, as I need it in editing, I'm like, Oh, I need a shot of this. Neither I get it or Corey right. gets it, you know? So basically all the stuff that you see with like the, the, the gray, like the dark gray bumpy bottom, a yeah, lot of that is all textured. Sur that textured gray surface. That's like we 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 got that to like sort of differentiate it from our normal episodes that have like the the wood top surface. 
yeah. for for B roll that we shoot at home. So that was kind of the the idea there. But you know, I mean, I was thinking like, you know, we've been hyping this thing up and the stream for probably half a year. Like, I mean, we've yeah, probably like mentioned it here and there, but we've been saying it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Oh, I think it's only going to be two more months. I think it's only be another month. And then, you know, it keeps getting pushed and finally got the first one out. And I don't, I don't know if like we adequately like conveyed like in the pre-release, like, like what it is, what it is. And it's, it's really gratifying to see people like, like get it. Like, you know, they see it they get what we were trying to do with it. They seem to really appreciate the, the tone and the stories and, and all that. So, yeah. Have the numbers been and what I, you expected? I, they are, they I, I guess about what I would say. I, I hoped for, which mm-hmm. was like much better than a normal documentary, but documentaries tend to like, not do super amazing. They, they tend to like get the most comments and the most impassioned response, but not that great of actual view numbers. Um, so I mean, we, we, I guess we learned our lesson with the, the Tom Dubois documentary last year where there was so many comments and so many like people were just like, so, so passionate in the, in the comments. And then, the views were were low. We thought something was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it's 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 been good to see it. You know, performing like a regular, like relatively on, hey guys, big episode. I'm in the Can you guys? I don't hear the rumbling. See now, here they come. Here they come. <laughs> Uh, guys, what? <laughs> they're they're usually in bed by now. Mom said if we go upstairs, if we play, uh, I go wherever. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm like, all right, hey guys, come on, Auntie. Upstairs. Die two cats in the winter. Yep. Go ahead. There we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they I they don't they don't have school tomorrow, so <laughs> uh anyways I I'm sorry. sorry. Well, that's okay. <laughs> People appreciated the Yoshi shirt. No. No, because it, it's really loud and obnoxious. Not really loud. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, Joe, I know I'm a little out of focus. Uh, if you want to see what the full shot looks like, it's yeah. it's like it's like this, uh, you know. So the, it's really the only place that I can set the webcam really easily. So for a stream, I don't care that much about being a little bit out of focus. Uh, yeah, you know. I, I, I should get better webcams sometime. <laughs> Sorry, sorry about that. I'm just like I was. I thought that they would be under control, and they would not come down here. I don't. I don't, I don't think Montgomery understands like what is happening <laughs> when he gets real close to the microwave. Like, <laughs> sorry. Right. Um. Uh, oh, you changed cameras so I can lay down the law. It looks like. Did you oh, I didn't like, even know you did anything. 
<laughs> oh. I, I switched to the camera to show Joe what the full shot looks like to explain the the blurriness. Speaking of Joe, oh, I, I watched uh, I watched the new game stack today. I thought that was such a such a clever topic for an episode. Yeah, it was it was great. It was uh, great. I just watched it a little while ago too. Like that that that's a topic that like I think about a lot and it, it was cool to see that like Joe like clearly puts like the same kind of thought into that because I feel like I feel like it's something that a lot of people don't really think about too deeply like especially because like safe states are so like widely used right. like I think I'm a, I'm, I'm a little I, I agreed with a whole lot of, of Joe's stances on it but like especially the part that's like you know do what is fun for you. But I think kind of the addendum that I would make to that is like, don't be afraid to try something that sounds difficult and you might find you, you might find that it's more fun than you thought it was because I was like, I got back into NES games like in the late nineties. Um, you know, I've kind of had this conversation with, 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 um, uh, a, a lot of people, you know, in the comments of the video, because, uh, you know, the main theme is like, is it, is it really just nostalgia? It's not nostalgia. Like that's kind of the main theme. Uh, mm. it's always been about discovering new things that I haven't played before. Like, like so, this the Sunsoft Batman on the Genesis, you know? Uh, but like when I was going back and getting these NES games, I was like, I was having fun playing them, but I was like, so many of them, I was like really afraid to commit to. And it wasn't until years later that I'm like, I am just, I'm going to beat these games. And like, it used right. to be, you know, you got the game over, you have to start over from the beginning of the game. Eh, you turn the game off and you don't play it again for a long time. But like game over. Like, get frustrated, I think these days and just say it's way too hard for me to play anymore. Right, and right. I think Joe mentioned earlier, because we were talking earlier about how we feel that, I mean, and I think I've talked to you about this before, and I've mentioned it on the stream before, but I, I feel like we're better at games than we used to be. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and and I, like I said, I, I was I was so intimidated by so many of those NES games, and then it was just like, okay, I'm going, I'm going to beat these. And I just got in this mindset of like, you see how we play games on the stream, like most of the time anyway. Like, total game over, you just get to the tile screen, you press start again, you just go for it, and you get a little better each time. And I found that to be, like, so, like, kind of addictive, like, this, like, slow progression of of getting getting better and better at the game. And each time you play, and I, I think a lot of people are cheating themselves out of that experience when they're just using save states by default because they assume it's too hard without actually right. like really trying like is this really too hard for me because i don't consider myself that good at games but i'm just i'm good at just banging my head against a wall till it falls you know <laughs> yeah yeah uh i mean it's it's true i mean one of like i think i was talking the other day that i think what i'm going to do next week for the stream is i'm going to i'm going to play contra and I'm just going to keep on trying and trying and trying to oh, beat it without... You, you've I, done it before, right? No, I've never oh, done it before. Oh, you've never done Contra without without the code? No. Oh, no, it, I mean, it, we always just do it as a... I'm, I, like, I, but the thing is, like, I just... 
when I was like hooking up all the systems, I, I tried it the other day and I ended up getting to like level five without even having to use a continue. Just like, just by. Well, see, if you're getting that far start. with like, just, just casually booting it up, like that's, that's, that's not bad. Like that's a solid start. Like it, it, I always have to laugh when Contra shows up on like, you know, the list of toughest NES games or the list of toughest games. And the only reason people believe that is because the code was so well known and so accessible and they just, right. th because of that, they never really tried it because they just bought into this mentality that is super hard. As far as NES games go, Contra is not that hard. No, I it's mean, I really kind of not. Yeah, I mean, it's and it's not, it's not, it's not a fast moving game. No, I it, mean, it, 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 it is. I, and I Enough that I feel like I, I probably will be able to do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think I think you could. I, I bet you can beat that quicker than you can beat Mario three. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Probably. Which I would contend is an easier game, but who knows? You know, it's, it's Contra is not that hard, and I guess that's kind of my point. Like I do feel like people maybe cheat themselves out of an experience by uh, just just kind of going going for the cheats or the save states or whatever a little too easily. And so I, you know, my, you know, I, I agree with the things Joe said, but, but, you know, like I say, my addendum to that is, you know, use those things responsibly. Yes. Do it. Do it. If, 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 if they really are more fun for you, but, uh, at the same time, Ooh. Um, I'm pretty sure you can just do that double jump and do the flip and you can you can hurt enemies that way. You can like jump into them. Oh really? Like tumble into them. I, I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, you know, it You know, think think before you cheat. Give give a nice try before you cheat. Now you know, something that Joe said that I agree with that I whoa that I usually don't do, but I, I feel is like okay to do and and just for whatever reason i like can't i've never quite brought myself to do is uh you can jump well, on that pipe that little end of the pipe well, but why can't or i do oh you, you have to be moving sideways to double jump right you can use you gotta use your grappling hook it's like oh, attack. okay um uh, you know, he was talking about, like, use, like, level select codes to practice the part of the game that, like, you're having trouble with. And, like, I agree with that. But, like, I just, like, I never, I'm always like, oh, I don't, I shouldn't. But, like, I I, right. I totally agree. I see nothing wrong with that. Like, as long as you you've go. You've done it before. Is, you've done something similar before. Have I? Which, I which like. game was it? Uh, I mean, I don't have a problem using like a level select, like for example, on the, on the, on the backloggery streams, we, you know, uh, like we've done like Adventure Island where that has, uh, like Adventure Island two and three has infinite continues and a level select code. So mm -hmm. that's, that's the same as like leaving your NES on overnight, you know, but there's no reason to do that, you know? So that kind of thing, yeah. Definitely, I'm okay with. Uh, 
something over here. You, so you just got this game yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I actually I texted you because there, there's game. like there's so many Batman games on the Genesis that like I just I can't keep them straight, you know? I like right. Sunsoft Batman is one of the good ones, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's good. It was it was kind of it was a big deal when it came out because I remember EGM hyping it up a lot, saying, "Oh, like why did the Genesis Batman not come out in the U.S.? It's like it's such a great game." then eventually it came out oh okay but i mean it, it was it was it was much later than than the japanese version they made a big deal about it and i was saying that this is uh oh, oh. The, the the nes version's music is always talked about as being so good and this oh there was no number is, on is, that is, continue is, is screen compl it's completely different uh music but is is just as good um i i gotta go back i i uh missed a donation earlier on uh from aaron welsh there's a two dollar donation saying uh have you guys thought about posting on float plane which i'm not familiar with that is uh it's didn't that i thought that came up before oh that's right grappling hook i always forget the yeah. grappling hook float plane, i mean i don't remember uh, I know like the library stuff like that, but I've never I'm not familiar with float plane uh, And then we had a we had a five dollar donation. Thank you from a dimension Saying is sequence breaking and Metroid and Metroidvania cheating um, I, I mean, I, I, I would that. say I, no <laughs> if it's like As long, if, if it's not something that uses a glitch, like I get the like speed running is a totally different feel, right? But I, I, I feel, feel like, like secret break, sequence break, they're not doing it the first time they I, play. I guess here's game. here's like my perspective like, if you discover a glitch, like in the course of your play, like I think it's okay to take advantage of it. But if you like, well, I, I accidentally discovered the invincibility in Target Earth. <laughs> so well, you're, you're, you've, you've automatically beaten the game forever. <laughs> um, but like, like I feel like if you if you discover a glitch, like in the course of your play, like oh, you like stun locked a boss in a weird way or something like that. I think that's okay. But like, I feel like if you like heard about it, well, I don't know. I, I mean, like it depends on how glitchy the glitch is. Like for example, the NES Batman game. Like, I, I don't know how you beat Joker without just, like, getting, like, way up in his face and, you know, hoping and praying, basically. Like, he's really hard. Um, whoa. That double jump is a little weird. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Um. Well, yeah, I mean, it, I guess it depends. Like... Like when I think of sequence breaking, like I, I've I've done stuff where like I've beaten like the dungeons in a Zelda game in reverse order. Like I've done that in a number of Zelda games actually. Where not I don't know if it, I don't know if this is like a true sequence break by the standards of the kids these days with their you know speed runs and all that. But uh, I. Uh, well, 
But, uh, you know, I've done stuff like, you know, I get the item in a dungeon uh, Zelda game, and then I leave. You get the item in the next dungeon, and then leave. And then actually finish the dungeons in backwards order. Oh, that thing is bad. <laughs> not using... Not using turbo shield. Not using turbo shield. And see, that, that was another thing that I was glad Joe said in the video. Because that's the thing I think about a lot. But again, I don't know if that's something people really think about. Like, using turbo... turbo most systems, like, I'm pretty... Grappling I always hunt. forget that I have the grappling hook. Most systems... I... I... I don't really like to use turbo. I'm not necessarily opposed to it, especially on, like, a replay or something. But, like, I, I'm, I'm usually reluctant. But on the turbo graphics, there's just no reluctance at all. It's, like, it's part of the system. Um, I don't know if anybody in the, in the, someone in the chat just, uh, did they just donate, uh, 0 0.95, uh, uh, basic attention tokens or bat? That's basic uh, attention? Not, not, it's, it's a cryptocurrency. Uh, someone, yeah, says you received a 0 0.95 BAT from Uphold member. Thank you. If BAT you're watching. sounds appropriate for this stream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Um, but just kind of going back to the documentary series again, I guess my, my, my kiddos kind of interrupted it a little bit, uh, like discussion. Uh, but it just feels good that the, res the response has been better than I probably you imagined even. Yeah, I mean, I expected it to be positive, but it's, yeah, it's, it's been such a relief. To, to get that reception because you know what like anything it, you work on for so long and it, it's like you, you don't even know if it's good anymore you know what i mean yeah oh yeah oh yeah i feel like i'm about to find out whether there's infinite continues or not um it's looking gotta, yeah, it's gotta, looking yeah. looking promising got a yeah, five dollar donation from my jonathan hinson oh, thank you thank he you. says thanks for the heads up last week on the uh, 8-bit M30 wireless for Mr. Got one this week, and man, what a killer opening to a Modern Doc series. <laughs> Already watched it twice. Dang. Well, thank you. Thank you. It's it's it is it's a good feeling to have have that out there. Oh yeah. Especially because I mean, I, I said on on Facebook where I posted, I said you know we've been working on this for a better part of a of two years. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's, it's just, it's got to be such a relief for you. Yeah. I mean, the first interviews were shot in April, 2018. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy to think about that. Uh, I mean, I think that people are going to be surprised to see who shows up. And I mean, like you said, we'll never say never to doing maybe one or two more if we think that it can help round out something that's already been written mm -hmm. uh, but for all intents and purposes the shooting on this series has has completed interviews on this the series has yeah. completed uh, I mean, I'm sure that people say oh I hope you get this person to talk to 
and I mean, we we could only do as much as <laughs> as we could, and there we had to eventually call it like a. Yeah. I mean, we are way over budget. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, it's <laughs> yes, like way way over the budget. Uh, but it's it's but it's a relief, and I think that. <laughs> this game does not have customizable controls. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, we, I, th we, we've talked about it a lot and this is, I mean, something this size, this is probably the last time we'll do something this size unless we have like a team. Yeah. Like, I mean, th I mean this, this has been big. an extreme strain on two people. Like, yes. you know, we I mean, had we, our, we, we had, had, we had our friend, uh, Duke, uh, with us on some of the shoots. Um, and like Joe was there when we when we interviewed Frank Cifaldi. Um Yeah, and Steve. Yep. Or who's, who's not appeared yet? He's not appeared yet, but he will. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah. So I mean, it, but but then you know, <laughs> for you know, and we've gotten footage from other people. You know, Bob provided me with some great footage. Um, but you know. For the most part, it's just us, and you know, and you know, I, I took point on on writing it and editing it while you know Corey has taken care of the channel for the last half year. Yeah, uh, which has been you know, so it's been a huge strain on both of us. Uh, you know, this a project of this scale <laughs> is 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 not for the bandwidth that two people can provide. It's it's something that frankly should not exist. Like with the, you know what I mean? Like, yes. like it's, it is a true work of passion because it like in the real world, this project does not make sense. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I see that like uh, Warren Hokey is saying, uh, will, will the series get a Blu-ray release? And the plan is to do a Blu-ray release basically like right after it completes yes. coming out. Uh, uh, there was even there was even people who were asking for a VHS release of this like well it, that's not out of the question but I mean it's not gonna fit on a VHS it was gonna be it could it could fit on there in the lowest record setting but I mean I I can only record two or I could record four of them a day I guess <laughs> or, it might be very limited <laughs> yes uh, but I mean I think that we will. Like like Blu-ray release is gonna happen. We still I mean we still gotta do the packaging for the M2 doc yeah. and release that. But I mean we'll do this. This is this is gonna be much more much more timely, I think. Uh considering it's gonna be like five hours, it'll probably be like a dual layer. I mean, I'll have to figure out how to do <sighs> dual layers. Uh dual layer discs and and or uh maybe there'll be two discs. I don't know. Um, Bob Corner is asking if we've if we've seen uh, not for the not for resale documentary, and uh, we have both seen it. Mm -hmm. uh, we both watched it this week. Um, it's 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 good. It's good. Uh, it's it's a gorgeous looking film. Like those slider shots that they use like throughout are great looking. My 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 my, my favorite thing was that one of one of the. Uh... One of the, the early, uh, oh, oh, is that just the end of the level with no boss? 
I can appreciate that. Was, that, was, that was Jack Napier. Oh, okay. It seems a little more closely based on the movie than, uh, than oh, the NES then the, game. Yeah. But it's, it's funny that it just like skips right to this, to like the museum. This is like, um, is this the end of the movie? No. no. I, I've, I've only like, seen the movie like... He was Vicky Vale. Oh, okay. I, I, I saw the movie Where like once when I was a kid. Play. And like once, like, I don't know, like probably like eight years ago, maybe. Maybe uh, longer ago than that. But yeah, it's not a movie I've seen a lot of times. Um... We got a five dollar donation from our, Whoa, our look at this guy. friend uh, Shinjam PV. Thank you. It says huge congrats on the Daka series part one. Probably when you're starting the My Life and Dadding channel. I need the tips <laughs> come July. Well, congratulations. Congratulations. Uh, I have no desire to start that channel. It's been so good to see the reaction to Matt's family in the video because uh you know I, I i felt really strongly that that was something that it needed that was kind of a relatively late addition like it, I, I had considered the script for part one done at one point and i was like kind of waiting like i was like because jeremy parish and uh matt lissy both uh live in uh oops i, I want that help uh, both live in North Carolina. So I was like, well, if like I get through riding mo Oh, that's a hole. <laughs> uh, if I, I was like, well, if I get through riding most of the series, like then I'm going to like ask Matt and Jeremy, you know, if they would be willing to do interviews, if, uh, you know, if I felt like there were some certain themes that I wanted to like flesh out a little bit more. And it's like, I, I would know what questions to ask. Cause I, you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, to sort of touch on certain topics a little bit more. Um, and so, you know, I asked and they both agreed to do it, but sometimes Matt, uh, Matt works at a hospital near me, you know, like, once every month or two or something. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so we've, we've, you know, met up a couple of times when he was in town. He was just telling me stories about his, you know, his sons, you know, particularly his older son, who's like an Atari into Atari. And he's like, he's like, like Atari's like older than the stuff that like I was interested in. He's like, I don't know where he got this from. And I, he's like, he didn't want modded or anything. And I'm like, okay, like that is like such a cool perspective you know like yeah you know here's this kid who not only wasn't atari but like what's an atari like as legit as possible <laughs> like that's just so unusual and i feel like i feel i and i think people have that's <laughs> i want that health but i don't i think that's health but i, think I don't think it's worth it actually seems difficult to get um but i feel like you know, most people in this stream, probably not the biggest Atari fans. Um, mm -hmm. You know, even people who grew up with Atari, like a lot of time is like, yeah, you know, I, I don't really play anything much older than Nintendo, though, you know? Oh, that that's the health. 
You know, so I feel, but I feel like people get the point, even if they aren't like super into Atari themselves. Is like, if if a kid in you know 2019, 2020 can like get into like legit get into Atari, then there's like there's hope for for anything, you know? Yeah. So I I I think it's a really hopeful note, and then you know, and the enthusiasm of his younger son, especially you know, talking about. Uh, a link to the past, you know, that wasn't the, that wasn't like the direction I was like expecting the interview to, to go in. Uh, uh, you know, I, it was just like, when I was talking, I'm like, Oh no. So there are a lot of continues. Yeah. But not infinite. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm, I'm going, I'm going to take Joe's advice and say, it's, it's okay to increase the players. It's okay to okay. increase the players. That's what I'm going. I'm, you know, I'm only I'm only doing it for Joe. <laughs> just just the just the five, not the seven. Not yet, not yet. <laughs> um. But yeah, like I could tell, like he was like wanting to like talk about like talk about like the games, you know. Yeah. I was like, well, you could hear my voice. And I was like, well, tell me some of the stuff you like about Link to the Past. And he just he just lit up, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I I just thought that was that was so cool, you know? So it, mm-hmm. it's it, it's something that I'm I'm really happy managed to get into the documentary and, and was was something that, you know, originally before I interviewed them, uh, the last soundbite was um in in the script was bob that sound by bob saying you know you know telling his his story about uh you know you know he's running to several kids and they you know who have got into it themselves you know not you know it wasn't really because of their parents or anything and you know he kind of told a specific story about you know after a convention and that was the last sound bite and i thought that was you know, that was a good soundbite and I thought it was good enough to end it on, you know, cause I did kind of want to end it in a way that's like saying like, Hey, you know, this stuff may still matter to future generations, but right. I still felt this, like this is such a better way to do it. I felt like there needed to be, I, I wanted there to be a little more impact to it. I want, I want that point to have a little more punch. And so then like, you know, after Matt was telling me about his kids, I'm like, I wonder if, if he would be okay with me interviewing them. Uh, you know, and I'm just so thankful it worked out because it, it was, it was a, a tremendous moment, I think. Yeah. And everyone seemed to really connect to it. And I mean, it was definitely my favorite part when I finally saw the whole thing. You know, we have uh, a $5 donation from uh sodless Sodlid Desu. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Says the only reason I remember Atari fondly is turning off ET when I got stuck in the pit. But adventure was my jam back in the day. You know, I, I've heard a lot of people say that that Atari or not Atari that that ET is like not that bad in, in the grand scheme of Atari games. It's like it's actually kind of a good Atari game, but it's just like it hit like at that moment of market saturation that it just kind of became like the store, the, the poster child of the story of of the video game industry failing. Right. 
I had a $5 donation from my Joshua Helmet. Thank you. He says, Mark, it's not okay to make things easy on yourself. And you call yourself a gamer. <laughs> uh, I don't know how much I can brag to the kids on the playground. I'm pretty sure Joe yeah. said that if I increase the lives, I can still brag to the kids on the playground. <laughs> but but it but if I if if I uh if I use a game genie I cannot. Mm -hmm. But I think increasing the lives okay, Joe says I can still brag to the kids on the playground by increasing lives. Okay. Is, is that even if even if I go up to seven lives eventually, is, is can I still brag to the kids on the playground? You can only go up to like the the first step up. <laughs> um kind of going back and talking about uh not for resale again um because i didn't really get a chance to complete our thoughts um it was they were the film was actually screening like right before us at gdc this year but they they switched it around that, that uh now they're showing it's viewing on the first day it's showing on the first day wow. um uh I mean, it kind of, it's it's interesting. It's an interesting contrast, I feel like, to especially to the modern doc that just came out. Because I feel like there's a lot, a big point of the, of Nat for Resale is about the nostalgia of it. And about how ours very much makes it seem like, you know, there's more here than just nostalgia. Mm -hmm. Um... Another thing I think a big difference in between like like comparing and contrasting like styles of documentary is that I mean uh, not for resale is constructed completely based on uh, sound bites you know just like strings there's there's no narration and obviously like our documentaries are heavily used narration to string subjects and uh, and topics together, and it, it, I, I've, been, I've been ever since I watched it, and I've, ever since I've seen watched both of them like two days apart. I've been thinking about it about how I, I feel like us using narration. Some people might say, "Oh, might say that using narration is is a crutch for storytelling." But I, I, I'm I always like very impressed when like a story can be told purely through sound sound bites for sure. Right, exactly. And, but I feel like by using narration to string things together, it allows us to get deeper into subjects or just get into more detail in general than just if you, whether or not you have, uh, like the sound bites by the, by the interviewee to lead into certain subjects, I guess. If you, if you want to make something that is completely using uh, just sound bites, I feel like you kind of got to go into it uh, with with more, like such an idea of like how the story is, is going to go that you know you have exactly you know exactly the questions and subjects you want to hit on. Right. In the and, and for for me, so so much of it is made in editing. Like honestly, when when we shot the first set of interviews in April, 2018, like, like I was driving to your house 
I'm like... I, I'm like, I, <laughs> I... I don't even know what we're about to do. Like, like I had no vision for it. Like, I just knew mm -hmm. we were going to go, you know, interview some modders. Um, uh, and, and, and Kevtris. Uh, but, like, I didn't really know what we were doing. And, like, I think I you were, you were kind of scrambling, you know, last minute to, uh, you know, write something uh, like you well, know, I mean, get some yeah, get I mean, some we questions because we, we were going to go to Voltar's house the next day yeah and you were writing some questions and I was just and you were the one who originally came up with it being like this multi-part thing I forget how many parts you originally pitched it as maybe three or Might four three years Right. Yeah, I, I don't remember exactly, but you came up with the questions and you came up with like the multi-part format. I'm like, yes, okay, I feel so much better about this because I knew I was going to be the one editing it. Right. So, like, I, I, I was just feeling nervous because I like I didn't have like a that much of a vision for it. And like, I felt a lot better after you kind of made that initial pitch and, uh, um, you know, and then, so I sort of got some ideas cooking as, as it went, but, you know, I, even like, you know, in the time after we shot those initial interviews and then we, you know, continued to shoot more interviews, uh, let's see, we shot, we shot, uh, Brian Parker in uh, ah, this guy's a jerk. We sh we shot him in like maybe like July 2018, and then uh, like Rachel was October 2018, and that like Rachel happened because you were going on a work trip. <laughs> it was going to be close by, and you rented a car and just drove to her house. Well, no, no, no. I flew in to her town. Oh, and then drove and then to drove to where it was like two hours away to where I was, was shooting for work. The funny thing was, you know, they, you know, you know, as people might remember, they used to ship cables from, uh, Florida. Now they oh, ship them right. from Kentucky and she lives like, like what? Like, like five minutes away from me. Is it no. really that close? It's, it's so close. It's like, it's, like, it's, it's, it's hilarious. Like it was so funny because like, they had just gotten back from house hunting in, uh, in Kentucky, Here. like, like yeah. two days before I got there. And I think they moved <laughs> there like in December, you know, 2018. So like we could have just interviewed her, you know, there. Uh, at some point, but it was like, well, we may as well just go ahead and get the interview done since I'm going, since I'm going to be in the area, you know, you know, so it was good to just have it, to have, to have that, you know, done. So, mm -hmm. because, you know, the <laughs> part of what I like about the fact that it's taken so long, I may have said this before, but, you know, it's taken so long to 
put this together, but it's also kind of helped see like what sound bites stand the test of time. Because, right. you know, rather than something that's like, you know, about some timely thing that happened or something or something that just came out or general, like overall and all encompassing thing. It's not it's not correct based on it. It, it, it could, could have been released basically at any time. Mm-hmm. It, it helped it become more like evergreen. Right, right. That's that's very much my intent. Because when we when we interviewed Ketris, see Ketris is going to be the focus of episode four. It's kind of like a like a deep dive into somebody who is basically considered to be the most successful person in the scene. Right, right, and and to see how they got this far, you know, um, and like that we reviewed him before the Mega SG was announced. Right. But see, that's the thing. It's not really about that. So I feel like that's okay. And I'm going to absolutely talk about the Mega SG. If if somehow the Analog Pocket is out by the time it is released, which I doubt, uh, you know, I'll include that, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll include that too. But it's not about that so much. It's more, how did he get there? That was an interesting sprite. This game does feel much more playable with, with five lives. Like three is, is pretty tight, you know? Yeah. I still think it's so interesting that at this stage in time, uh, Infinite Continues on the NES were pretty common. But on the Genesis, uh, it's very, very rare. Like yeah. even late in the generation, it's just it even it's not just a Sega thing. Like third parties tended to do it that way too. It's just it's it's so very interesting focus, right? But it's just like it's very interesting to me. Like I mean, it's, it's the same thing with Master System in the sense that like you know, oftentimes you had no continues at all. You had like a, a maybe a continued code. Um, the thing that's it's interesting to me though about Master System is like Master System games don't they don't feel like NES games. And I I I, <laughs> I might be saying that in a slightly derogatory way. <laughs> I mean I I like Master System, but like I do wish more of the games felt like NES games. You know? I I, I love yeah. NES games. Uh, the NES is, is probably my favorite system, you know? Uh, so it's always been interesting to me that that they don't... Like, you would think that, like, game developers of that time on 8-bit hardware would make similar games. And by and large, they are not that similar. Yeah, I mean, I guess they just needed the have something undifferentiated and it, you know, there's there's just a greater arcade style focus yeah i mean same with the genesis but I, I i almost wonder if that was like in you know sort of some of sega's third party like guidelines or something like oh like you should make this feel like an arcade game or something right i don't know is that my first game over that might be my first game over been. Uh, I saw someone was like asking about super guns earlier. The the super gun episode is still 
still coming. I mean, there hasn't been a lot of progress made on it, especially after after moving, but I finally got everything wired up uh, this week. And uh, things are, are happening a lot better, are coming together a lot more. Right. Especially you, you, since... you feel more capable to make an episode now. Yeah, well, well as soon as I had this background done, like I'm gonna be jumping into, I guess we're doing, there, there's uh, two episodes that are like not crazy difficult that are gonna happen. It's gonna be like another, like the follow-up to the uh, first party controllers thing that's gonna be the other one and um, there's gonna be like a, a like an everdrive update video that's uh still not sure if it's gonna be like a mini or like a regular episode i'm pretty sure it's gonna be like a regular episode but i don't think it's gonna be it's just gonna look at the like newer versions that have come out uh recently i mean there's like the the everdrive um and eight pro is like the apparently the uh, the parts used on the NES version apparently make prevent it from working working on um, high def NES systems. That's weird. Yeah, uh, he Crix uh, has recalled all the ones that went out that have not been sold, so mm -hmm. he can like fix that part of them. It's just like switching over like certain parts in them mm. um, <laughs> it's too so bad that like that, that happened like... and then this see i was going to play game gear games tonight um on the on the mega sg but then it, uh analog said oh don't <laughs> anyone who got the mega sg adapters don't use the game gear one because it can it can break your system's ability to detect the game gear adapter right um, so maybe we'll, we'll we hope to maybe have those within a month because I, 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 I've been so excited for that because like I've, I've been buying Game Gear games for the past couple of years, but I, you know, never got a Game Gear. And yeah. so like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to play those carts on the Mega SG. I'm looking forward to it. And here we know, here we are. Yeah. Not, not, not tonight. Uh, Connor Terry keeps on asking if I've uh, if I have a Jason's Customs super gun, and I guess I sort of do. <laughs> it's not in your possession uh, I, right now. It's not. It's, it hasn't been in my possession. Been in my possession for like two years, I think, at this point. Uh, it had a very noisy uh, RGB signal on it, and I lent it to uh, Jason from uh, Game Tech, and he's like. He, he was gonna see if he could fix it, but then I was like, eh, you know, it's it's not a big deal. And he's like been trying to figure out, like in between him, he doesn't have anything else going on. And and since then, I've got a gotten a hat a has, so like I don't even think about the Jasons anymore. Like it's right. just like he can do whatever he wants with it. Um, I mean, maybe one day I'll end up getting it back. But it, it was, I was so disappointed at the time because I it because Jason's custom super guns guns are super super expensive and, and you're you thought you were like going you were, you thought you were splurging on the best yes but you didn't know you knew very little about the whole thing at the time I knew very little about super guns at the time and I think a lot of it has to do with like the it's like the power supply that's used in it combined with like maybe the metal case and maybe the uh 
the uh I don't know what it is, the thing that's in it, the uh, it's not the Neo bits, but it's like the uh like another part that like makes it it just it it was so, it, like the defa- deflated all of my interest and excitement at the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we 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 filmed a significant part of the Simple Guns episode like three years ago, like more than that, probably probably four years ago. Yeah, before you probably be four years ago in October. Um, but we uh, like I, I feel Everything like Bob has been state. huh. Everything was like in. It a, was, and like, and you know, we and I'm weren't. Glad that we didn't release it because it probably would have, like, everything was so spotty at the time. I know, and, and I feel like Bob has really been spreading the word recently that, like, hey, you're, like, not that many super guns are like safe to use. Like, you have to really know what you're doing to use most of them. But then, like, there's the Hass where he says the Hass is safe for anyone to use. It doesn't matter if, like, you're, right. you know, an expert and you've, like, you know, put your your board under a, a vetroscope or, you know, whatever, and you're, you know, like, you don't have to be that technical about it to use the Hass safely. And I'm uh, very soon going to be having a, a, a Neo Geo setup, which is going to use something new that I, I don't think the details are announced on yet. But right. you know, that will be, you know, a part of that episode. Uh, you know, because it, playing MVS is even if it's a even if it's like you know, like a, a MVS, like in a box, like yours is like, it's still, it, that's still technically a super gun, even though you've kind of dedicated right. it to the Neo Geo, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, I, Jared White is asking other than the frame Meister and OSS, see what are other scaling devices that are permanent additions to your gaming setup? Uh, I mean, you use the retro tank a ton for this. Y- yeah, I mean the re- yeah. the retro tank is, you know, my main uh, S video and component recording thing right now. Um, I did, however, order the Koryu from Video mm-hmm. Game Perfection. You, it, there's kind of a blink and you miss it cameo. If if people were were paying close attention to the text, there's actually a comparison using the Koryu. Um, and I was I was. Thinking? Which isn't isn't a isn't a, oh, a scaler of any kind. It's just a transcoder. Right. It's it's really meant to use. It's it's really designed almost from the ground up to use with. How do you avoid this thing shots? Oh my gosh. Um. It's it's almost designed from the ground up to um. Uh. Uh be used with the OSSC. I, I, I get that impression. I don't know a whole lot about its development, but mm-hmm. you know, the, the physical design design of the box is, is really meant like to be paired with the OSSC. It's a very similar shape uh, and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, for the very little I've used of it so far, I mean, I'm, I'm really impressed. Uh, you know, with, with the RetroTink, I, I, I like using the RetroTink kind of standalone. Um, but early on, people were talking a lot about using a HDMI to VGA adapter to 
or yeah, HDMI to VGA adapter and then use it with the OSS because you can get lagless of those and use it with the OSSC's VGA input. But right. as far as I understand, the OSSC's VGA input does not have a, um, a low pass filter, which I, I didn't think it looked that good. I preferred the look of, of the RetroTank on its own. Um, whereas the Core U is, is kind of meant to be like almost like those missing component inputs for the OSS. Or composite and S-Video. Or composite and S-Video. And I, I meant to, I, I, I kind of thought about streaming with it tonight, but then I thought, uh, I don't know if people are going to be into seeing composite Sega Genesis. <laughs> right. I, I, I was like, if... It's just nice. I, I thought, nice like, I, I, maybe I'll, I'll stream like N64 with it sometime with the, with S video. So I feel like that's what people would want to see. Right. Uh, I actually just ordered one of them too the other day, just because it's just a convenient thing they have in the setup. Mm-hmm. And I've got an extra have, spot have, on two, the on the G comp. Right. Use. Same here. I mean, I have. I have like a two more spots left, I think. I, I've got a spot that I've got one of the HD Retrovision extension cables mm-hmm. plugged into one of them, and then there's one more. that I, I don't have the Core U permanently hooked up yet, but I do intend to. I think I might look on eBay this week and order a, another Extron. Um, there's actually one, like, not far from me, and I'm kind of wondering if 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 he if if, if he'll do uh, local pickup. <laughs> you should should ask. It doesn't doesn't hurt. But um, uh, Bob Cornhole is asking if if the uh, is the choreo better than the RetroTank League as you a comparison episode, and I guess like now that this first uh, documentary episode is out, and now things are kind of settling down after my move. Uh, it's gonna like the ideas for episodes that we've been kind of sitting on for a little bit are gonna be getting back into like like regular rotation, mm-hmm. especially you know we'll be doing regular episodes in between uh, the documentary stuff, which is you know if it's if it's like if there's like four to six weeks in between documentary episodes, I mean that we can get we can at least get a regular Dude, episode tank. and a mini out in that time. Uh, oh man, listen, this was. Oh, you're like... I have no idea how far into the game I am. Yeah. Um, uh, but I mean, I, I, I want to do, do, that... do an M like Mini on like um, the the Retro Tink and um, and uh, the re- the Tink transcoders. Like, you know... Yeah. And then the, the, the Core U will probably be in then, that. And the Core U will be part of, of that. That's kind of that's kind of my, my my thinking, right? So things are going to start. I, I understand that we didn't have an episode for so long, and that's because you were moving. With, like, I was working of, on the documentary, yeah. and I was yeah, building was my just, room too. Like I, like I spent like the first like week, week and a half, two weeks maybe even of January, like finalizing the setup in this room and you you saw how it was utilized quite quite these got like what the heck like you can flip into them oh yeah that's right 
Yeah, that uh, hurts we me. got a got a $5 donation from Craig Wan asking uh about to get an N64 again. I'm choosing between the Rad 2X or the Eon Super 64. Would love to see a video covering these and other new HD options. Um that's something we've been wanting to do as well. Uh we don't have either of them. Um we don't have any Rad 2Xs or uh, Eons, but uh, I mean we could, we might be able to arrange for that and probably request uh, but that that's something we've been wanting to do for a while as well. Yeah. Uh, we got a two dollar donation from uh, Asa Davis saying Klonoa is real good. And uh, look at all that stuff you're, you're, that's right over a pit. <laughs> you're, oh, you're that was wrong. it. Klonoa, Klonoa is real good. We got a five dollar donation from Speedy. Thank you. I'll put it to seven, Joe. I don't know if you're still watching, but yeah, you're going up to seven. Well, can't go uh, any higher. Uh, Speedy says, excellent work on the documentary. I watched it multiple times already. Wow. Any chance you can tell us the theme of each of the upcoming episodes? And uh, yeah, we, we can do that. Sure. Do that. The, uh, uh, so, oh, you want you want to? You can do it. Probably. Oh, you, you do. I, I've explained it before, so why don't you do it? Get 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 a uh, get a different uh, different take yeah. on it. Uh, so episode two is going to is about all about original hardware. Um, so that includes keeping it, you know, functioning, um, right, and modifying it, right. Uh, and I will I will be the host of that one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we alternate back and forth. I I do. I'm in. I'm hosting episode two and four, and try host one, three, and five. Yep. Uh, and. Episode three is uh, like emulation and uh, preservation. Right. It's the, the 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 basic theme is beyond original hardware, essentially. Like right. The and that includes. Um, I was going to include flashcards and ODEs in episode two because it's like about playing on original hardware, but. Um, I, I changed my mind to uh, put those in episode three because um, like it's all about how do we play games with the absence of some critical piece of the, uh, of the original. And that includes the original game, the original system, all that kind of stuff. So... Yeah, I mean, it's... So, yeah, e episode three is extremely extensive. Yeah. I, 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 part of me has a feeling that one might be hour. the... Yeah. I, I, I feel like... I feel like... I mean, I mean, Matt's kids already stole the show, and they're only in episode one, or at least that's the plan. Um, uh, so, I don't know. They might make They might make the first episode the fan favorite. It's hard to say, but I feel like... I feel like people are going to be really excited about the topics that three gets into. Like it, it was very hard to, to write. Like it, mm -hmm. like I, I required a lot of Artemio help <laughs> to understand some of the wording because he's just so smart about preservation and that kind of stuff. Right. Um, 
Yeah, so, and I think it's important to state that just because somebody was featured in one episode does not mean that they're not going to show up again. They like a lot of these, all these people show up. It, it becomes a constantly evolving cast of characters. Correct. And people show up in, in like in later episodes when it's when it's relevant. Right. So just because they were in this episode does not mean that they're not going to show up again. Exactly. Everyone shows up again, I think, except for like you said, Matt's kids. Correct. Correct. Some of them you might not see again until episode five, but, uh, but, uh, you know, you will, you will see everyone again. Right. Uh, okay. So then episode four is, uh, it focuses on Ketris specifically and, you know, like other people's experiences with him, like in a lot of other people talking about the work that he's done, but it's just like a very focused look on somebody who is, Essentially, like, like the most successful person in this scene, and uh, it's just like you know, it goes it gets into his life. All of it. it's it, there's some really great stuff of just like like sit, sitting on in in his in the floor of like one of his rooms at his house, just like going through all yeah. his old projects, things that he just did for fun. Yeah, I mean, it's just some of some of it is so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it, it's it's pretty funny actually. Um, yeah, yeah. I really spent like like three days there, uh, like two or three days. You know, like long hours. Like we like we had an amazing interview with him, which was God, it was like three hours, three four hours long or something. Yeah, like that. it was crazy. Yeah, it was it was it was it was long. Like <laughs> it was like it was also like four or five in the morning. <laughs> Right. And uh and Duke was like kind of starting to doze off. <laughs> and he was monitoring the audio. <laughs> and the uh, like I was nervous about using the um the uh battery with the zoom. Oh. But yeah, you yeah. were like you all were like, oh it's fine, we'll be watching it. And he like he like like looked at like just in time like oh we gotta change this now <laughs> <laughs> that would have been bad i had this like i mean i mean i you know i mean i uh when i when i interviewed rachel like we had been talking for like 50 minutes and i like realized i had not hit record on the audio recorder it's like it's one of my greatest fears i guess i know it's like i'm I'm normally so careful but i i was you know i i I didn't get much sleep the night before and you know i was just you know there was so much going on and i I knew i was gonna have a late night because then i had that two-hour drive to go to where my my freelance project was and you know so i so but she she didn't mind she was a really good sport about it <laughs> <laughs> i mean in some ways it might have been might have been good because you know kind of let her like collect some of her thoughts about some of the some of the the topics and uh you know it it it, it you know it, it didn't you know it didn't necessarily come out the same way twice but i was i was super happy with what we ended up getting so yeah uh, i was i was i was very grateful that she wasn't mad about it 
got we got we got three donations i gotta go through one of this most recent one this is a pretty large one uh we had, we had a uh, two dollar donation from uh asa davis saying episode seven will be about klonoa uh <laughs> i mean i would love to do like a any kind of video on the the people who made klonoa would be cool yeah i mean what uh, one thought that i have like obviously like Thankfully, this this series seems to be something people like. Um, oh, that was weird. Um, so, kind of a, a kind of a thought I've I've had recently is like like we said it we we just can't do something quite of this scale with just the two of us. But like for future documentary stuff, oh gosh, that just went really bad. Uh, for future documentary stuff, I, I want to like kind of focus more on like individual people or or small teams or stuff. And I'm not necessarily talking like Analog Frontiers, but I'm just talking in general. Like we did M2, we did Tom Dubois. Like I want to do more stuff like that because just realistically, that's what we have the time like this is yeah. very much a special case like don't necessarily expect something yeah. of this scale with so many people and in, uh, in five parts again you know unless somehow like you know like my life in gaming has like two million subscribers and we can pay people you know uh, yeah i mean we, we paid everybody who worked with us on this but i mean it was like pay them like regular as a job, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, exa I, yeah, exactly. Like a uh, a regular salary. Yeah, so like we, we had like a team that yeah. is just like oh, we're doing this stuff. Yeah. So that and that is not, not not something I necessarily have any expectation of ever happening. So, um, <laughs> but my point is like I do have this idea that like if we explore topics that are related to you know something that fits the title of analog frontiers well i just jumped down there um yeah, we could probably uh, yeah, we got i gotta get but anyway, anyway my, my my point was um like i could see doing like a non-numbered entry like you know like analog frontiers guiding or something like that you know yeah i mean it's hard to say though i mean it's uh, we we had a we had a three dollars and ninety nine cents donation from uh from James Style, who says, who asks, how do you deal with work related stress? <laughs> um, um, I mean, I, I mean I don't even I I don't even think about how I deal with it. I mean, yeah, I mean it's I mean I mean I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean what. what what I did to get this episode done was not like healthy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I, yeah. like I was working relatively okay ish hours, like the first like two or so weeks of editing. But like I crunched hard on this, like the last like week and a half to two weeks where I was, I was, I, I mean, for one, I, I didn't take a day off at all for like mm. four or five weeks. Um, right. And the last like week and a half to two weeks, I, I, I mean, I, I 
I, I, I worked till midnight. Most, Grand. most nights. I mean, it was like one time I stopped at like nine. You shouldn't do, you shouldn't do that. But like, I just like so badly wanted this first episode done and out more than anything. And hopefully I'll, I'll manage it a little better with the, the other ones. But, you know, I think, I think something that is, you know, when you say work-related stress, you know, I mean, it is true, even though, like, we're making videos about stuff we love. I mean, I think that the, you know, the whole, like, oh, you know, do something you, you love and you'll never work a day in your life. That is, like, the absolute worst, <laughs> stupidest advice thing to say. It is not true at all, unless, unless you are a workaholic and, like, you, like, just get off on working like constantly right like if that is your thing then maybe that's how you will feel i'm not a workaholic by nature and that makes it really difficult that like like i'm not a workaholic but i'm also a perfectionist and it's it's a it's a weird balance because like i don't want to work that hard really like i i value free time extremely much right and but i think the big thing to think about also is that when you're when you're doing something that you love you put a lot more attention and time mm -hmm. into it just in the first place because you want it to be as good as it can be mm -hmm. yeah so i mean you know no matter no matter how much you love it no matter how passionate you are about it it's work and you can't do it all the time. Right you now. Exactly. So, uh, but now that this is out, it's been well-received. Like I, I, I'm not like going to drag my feet on the other ones. Exactly. But I, I think I'm, I'm, I think I won't feel as much pressure to just get the first one out to have something to show for it. You know? Right. And not only that, but I mean, a big big thing that took so long with us is establishing the style, the look, True. and the feel of all of it. And now that you have a overall template, mm -hmm. it should come together like at least a little bit easier. We it's didn't like, even okay, have so a title can... until like like a month ago. Yeah, like like basically four weeks ago. I would I would say we've been just calling it the Modern Doc, the Doc series. We like we we were so afraid to commit to a title. <laughs> Uh, and finally, we had a crazy uh, twenty-five dollar donation wow, from a Supra guy, eighty-eight. Thank you, thank you. And I'm sorry that it took almost the entire duration of your donation time there to get to, <laughs> get to your donation. I apologize, but thank you so much. Uh, who says uh, fantastic job with Analog Frontiers? I really enjoyed it. Looking forward to more episodes. Your production values are phenomenal. Well, thank you, thank you. I mean. I think someone was talking earlier about like, oh, do you think it's like better to shoot off screen? And I mean, I think that we feel like just shoot video like games off screen. Like, and it just it gives you so much more to work with, I guess, in terms of um like a style of something. Right. Like, well, there's I, a lot of stuff you. I you I, shot, I, I, like, I, I like using like, I, I like I I like using a mix, but something I don't know if the, if anyone noticed, but a very intentional stylistic choice was no 
uh, s- screenshots of websites. Right. Anything I that... Do, I mean, I guess we do use screenshots. Like well, screen and, and it's fine for regular episodes, but like, I feel like for a documentary, I kind of want it to be like on another level, I guess. And even though like, yeah, you get like rainbow artifacts and moray patterns and things like that when you're uh, looking at it on a website or looking at it off of a, off of a PC CRT. Um, but like, I wanted to have that. I, I, you know, I guess this is kind of related, but something, and, and I get it. I'm, I, I'm not necessarily criticizing people who do this, but it's just like kind of one of my things that I'm always like very conscious of when, when I am writing a script. Um, is I always use, unless, unless it makes sense for some reason or another, I always use present tense terms. You know, I don't say the Sega Genesis had, the Super Nintendo was, I say the Sega Genesis has, the Super Nintendo is, because it is. Like that technology may not be on the market anymore, but it didn't, didn't stop existing. The, you know, right. the Yamaha 2616 didn't just like, you know, walk out of your Sega Genesis and, you know, like go into retirement or something like it's still in there, you know? So, yeah. So in other words, like I, the kind of my thought process behind the shooting off the CRTs is I wanted like this analog technology to like, feel like something you could reach out and touch, like something that you could legitimately use. And, And I think a lot of people don't even consider that. Like, it's like, like, Oh, like, a CRT, like they, they don't even consider the possibility that they could use a CRT. Like right. CRTs are was and were, not is. Like I'm never going to use a CRT, you know. But you sure, sure you can, <laughs> you know. So that that was, and also like I didn't want like JPEG artifacts from like scaling oh, stuff yeah. up and things like that. Like I, I wanted to avoid that. Like I wanted to shoot it off of a LCD. Right. Um, in the chat, I see, um, they're not LCD, point where it says, uh, YouTube isn't like a real job because there's no real deadline pressure. Um, which, which is, is absolutely true. But it's, it's also true. Bad I, I, it, but it's, but it, like it's it, a lot of it is just like, you know, it's, self-imposed pressure yeah you know we don't we don't want to go too long i mean we feel feel guilty if it's been a long time i I actually like deadlines but yeah like like giving yourself your own deadline is good because it keeps you like focused on it but i mean they're like we're not like answering to anybody but i mean i think it's just like we want we just we want to do is good of a job you know like we want <laughs> i guess the the gaps in between videos we want them to be like worth the wait mm-hmm. but we also don't want it to be so long and in terms of this you know we, there was there was a long gap in between episodes because we were just like really focused on it but it, i feel that it was most people will probably feel that it was worth the wait for like worth the time and people probably aren't as like critical a, of like how long it takes 
Exactly. Episodes I, you know, come back as, as, as it is in our head. We're just like, oh, gosh, so sorry. Exactly. So we probably make it way worse in our heads than uh, than it than it is for real. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's 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 totally true. I mean, we don't we don't have it's just we don't have a deadline, but we don't want it to just we don't want it to be too long, you know? Like we just we we used to feel so bad about it, but then it, you know it's like okay, we have, at least we're <laughs> when there's like a long gap in between episodes, it's not like we're del delivering something after that gap that is disappointing or it's like really short. You know, as as time has gone on, our our episodes have just gotten longer and longer, with you know like forty five minutes to an hour each time. And, you know, this stuff is fully produced. It takes time, you know, and but especially like this, like this one took you so long because there was so much material to go through for like years of, of material, essentially. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a uh, we had a $2 donation from uh, Hyboria, Hyboria, Hyboria saying, hey, guys, looking forward to more Analog Frontiers. Thank you. It's it's such a relief because, like I said, like I, I I as much as we've been talking it up, like I don't think people real. I, I don't know if people were like excited for it because like they didn't know what it was. I mean, they we told them what it was, but like now you've seen for yourself what it is, and it's it's so good that like people were saying like, oh, I can't wait for the next. Right. I mean, the original plan was to, like, have them all done and release them a week apart. <laughs> and, like, now I'm like, how did I ever think that was possible? Like, how did I ever think that was possible? Oh, man, th this know. level I mean, was sandwiched by two, uh, two shooter levels. Whoa. I mean, I've got to oh, be get I, I bet the next level's the last level. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is, yeah. Have you beat this before? Uh, yeah, I beat it on a rental. So you, you are, uh, you're pretty sure you, you're going to do Contra next week. Yeah, I think I'm oh, going to do Oh, that's going to be so good. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited about that. Um, Ashura says uh, YouTube can actually be harder that way since self-metering work time can be just as hard as having a deadline. I, I talked to John Lineman about this uh, when he was when he was here last time. It's like it's because <laughs> we're both in a very similar situation where we have families and it's it, it can be when you have like projects that you're like into and you want to get done. Uh, I mean, he obviously has a much harder situation because you know he is part of a company that he's expected to have i mean he does have deadlines you know he has stuff because you know they have expectations and they are like like a, like a real business i mean so it's it's different for him but we talk about how we'll be doing something and then we will like say was, oh i just got an idea really i want to slip away and like work on this thing for a minute like after dinner and then suddenly it's been like you intend to like go into your workspace do something really quick and then get back to like 
hanging out with your family or spending time like the evening with your family. But a lot of times you suddenly get sucked into something that you were not anticipating and then it's been all this time. <laughs> all this time has passed. Oh, we had a uh, we had a four ninety nine donation from uh, Chad Landman, saying uh, watching you guys over the last few years has made me fall in love with retro gaming all over again. Thanks for keeping up the good work. Well, thank you, thank you. And there's a lot of people, uh, like like a lot of the comments have been great. Just like you know, this is this is the kind of thing that just like has made me fall in love with this scene, which is something that makes me feel like it's not just nostalgia that's a lot of people attribute to it yeah it's 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 yeah. it's it's what is happening now and it's the games you discover next the mods you discover next or the mods that you create next you know is is, is, is the case for a lot of people you know that's what that's what keeps them motivated right exactly exactly um but I mean, even some of the more recent comments, I thought it was great. Uh, so, what did someone say? Um, I haven't looked at the comments in the past couple of hours. I, I kind of, I kind of, kind of took, uh, kind of took, took to, uh, took today off and, and just played Final Fantasy fourteen all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Finally, That's getting fine. back to the story mode. <laughs> there's a, there's a comment from a couple hours ago that says. Uh, very good video. This is a world that I didn't know existed, which is very much a thing that you design this series oh, yeah. around. I mean, that, like, that's this cool. Is... That's cool because that, that was yes, that was that was one of my main thoughts. Was like I, like you know we're at some point we'll, we'll throw it up on Amazon Prime, right? And mm -hmm. and that was that was very much. Uh, like, I was, like, just envisioning, like, you know, some guy, you know, likes video games or used to like video games. It's like, oh, video game documentary. I'll watch that and just blow their mind. Like, like I, I was I was telling people in our, our, our um, uh, supporter Discord that, like, I was envisioning, like, you know, the air conditioning guy or whatever, you know, yes. like comes into my house you, and he's like, he's like, whoa, original Nintendo and, you know, stuff like that. And like, you know, they're, they haven't seen it in so long, but then they see it and they have this like passionate response, you know, mm -hmm. it's not something they've kept up with and they probably have no clue. Like it was kind of funny. Like it, it was the air conditioning guy uh, who, you know, remember my wall of boxes this behind me now uh, it used to be next to my, um, like, like the a little small room that has like my air conditioning stuff and like my, my, my heating and water stuff. Um, and, uh, like that was like right after the AVS had come out and I put the AVS it was like right after the AVS came out, but before the NES classic was out and I put the AVS, the AVS box was like in the top left corner of the stack. That was like right next to that door. Like he just like kind of paused and like point at like his mouth was like kind of half open. He's like, is that that 
Nintendo that just came out? I, said, I know what you're thinking of, no, but that's not it. But it is very cool. <laughs> it does play Nintendo games, <laughs> but plays the real cartridges. Um, but you know, like that, that was who I was thinking of. What was like this person that like, they see this stuff and it makes them excited, but like, they just had no clue. They had no, they just had no clue of what it has become. Right. Uh, we had a we had a two dollar donation from uh, JJJ John saying, uh, "Try so you go to Shiba Consumer CRT over CR uh, over Sony." Oh, I mean, I mean only because I I, just, I have not like I had like the HD, um, I had the I had the HD um, Sony CRT, which you know I, is not something I particularly recommend. Like in terms of like consumer models sony's is it's it's something i don't have much experience with like people swear up and down by them but i i i i don't really know what they look like you know like i've i've never like like i've never i mean my aunt and uncle may have had like a like a third they had a 32 inch crt like I used to play on a lot. Um, like I would like, <laughs> I'll bring some systems and, and play on it, but I don't, it might've been a Sony, but like, I mean, at the time though, like, like I was definitely interested in, in video quality, but like I wasn't as, as deep in, in deep. So I, what I'm trying to say is I just don't know. I don't have the experience with Sony's. I'm not, I'm not downplaying Sony's, but I just, you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, we don't magically have access to, to, you know, I, I just, you know, I would have loved to have bought a, a, a nice Sony, you know, at the time when thrift stores still had them, but I just, I never ran across one, but I, they could be very good. But I, the reason I recommend Toshiba's is I know they're good, you know? Yeah. Uh, we had a uh, $5 donation from uh, Eric Fleener. Thank you. He says, do you guys think you her. will do a video? Do you think you guys will do a video that looks at the recently released analog DAC? And uh, yeah, I mean, we're definitely going to do that. I think we were going to do the cartridge adapters and the DAC in one episode. But now we're going to wait. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a it's going to be a mini for sure style. Um, but yeah, that is that is definitely going to happen. Um, I really like the the like the the actual DAC. I, I think the case of it, like we even we were kind of testing out just a bare board version of it. So once we finally got actual finished it has versions, a weight. I, it has a weight on the bottom of it. That's like, oh, this is like it gives it like a like a heft to it, which I really which like. is necessary because like the the board just just the board by itself is like, you know, the cables that you're plugging into it are like, you know, pulling it back and stuff. So it doesn't really like sit flat. Have you hooked right. yours up yet? I, I have. Yeah. I, 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 so I does do it like, it does it like sit pretty well in your setup? Yes. Yes. Uh, we had, we had a, a $37 donation oh, from, wow. uh, from our good, good friend, Paul Sutton. Oh, he says, uh, one, one dollar per doc dislike. <laughs> Who could possibly dislike something so well done? Um, 37? 
Uh, <laughs> to those people, I say, uh, try not to dislike any docks on your way through the parking lot. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, well, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, somebody said earlier, said, uh, the, um, you know, like, oh, there's, like, early on in the release of it said, uh, you know, there's been, like, seven, seven dislikes on this. Like, I can't believe somebody would be so petty. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, I was, I was looking at the number of comments, like, it, like, it had, I think it got just more comments than the first party controllers video, which obviously has a lot more views. And, and documentaries, right. like, again, the Tom Dubois, it didn't get the most views, but it had so many comments. They just seemed to generate a, an impassioned response. And, uh, you know, there was at least two or three comments that I saw that specifically said, like, I never comment on YouTube videos, but, <laughs> you know, I just had to <laughs> for this. Yeah, yeah. There, there's definitely a lot of those kind of things saying, like, I, I never comment on videos, but I felt compelled to do it here. And that's good. I mean, it's like, it's... It makes it all worth it. I mean, it really, it really does. Yeah, it's it's a good feeling. It's... It's a good feeling to have even just part of it out, you know? Yeah. Uh, we had a $1 donation from... Uh, Rush, 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 who's a who's a member of oh, our, yeah, yeah, yeah. our Patreon, Patreon to, yeah, saying uh, I was uh, Rearsay, maybe that's I was pronounced. I I apologize, but I'm saying it wrong. I I, I know that I know the name. It's just like I never say it out loud. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was reading a thread about losing saves today. I wondered if the uh, memory card episode is coming up. And yes, I mean that's that's definitely going to be like that'll pro I, I'll probably do that in between uh, episode two and three. I mean, we have a good amount of that script. I mean, I'm going to just use this opportunity to to get some promised videos of some, out of the way. <laughs> yeah, just like like some of these some of our some of our backlog. Uh, and speaking of speaking of backlog, I mean, you have you're going to Matt's house in uh, in the, like two weeks or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Matt Matt's house, and who is who's also going there? Is going to be there? Uh, it's going to be Steve, uh, Retro Tech Steve. Yeah, and he's going to be install like doing a like a tune up of your 20, 20 L five. Mm -hmm. So the hope is is like maybe maybe there will be a lot of material shot then when you uh, it could be a calibration video. <laughs> so. <laughs> That would be, wouldn't that be crazy if that happened? Wouldn't it be crazy if we just got rid of, like, if we just like, took care of, like, all these videos that we had been <laughs> promising to do for a long time? Yeah, that'd be totally crazy. Ooh, bit of a boss rush here. Oh, yeah? Is, is, is Bob a boss in this? That the boss, like, Bob, uh, uh, <laughs> we got we got another thirty seven dollar. So maybe we can get thirty seven thirty seven dollar donations in a row. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> I'm I'm, surpri I'm surprised that you 
it's, Clerks does not seem like a movie that you would have seen. What? Who? I don't know why. You. Me? Uh, what yeah. made you think I saw Clerks? Because that's where the reference is from. What reference? Oh. <laughs> I didn't... 37. 37 is the reference to Clerks. Oh, well, uh, I thought 37 was the... Oh, 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 oh. I, I see. I... I, uh, I, I, I was, I was still on the, I was still thinking about Paul's donation. Right, right. About the, I thought that was the, that was the number of, of dislikes. Well, no, there really is 37 dislikes, but I was, I was making a reference to the movie Clerks. Oh, okay. Well, I I was, I was laughing about the 37 dislikes. No, I've, I've not seen Clerks. Okay. Well, we got we got another thirty seven dollar uh, donation from uh, from Coach, who says matching the thirty seven dislike donations slowly for Corey's solely for Corey's wordplay. <laughs> well, th- <laughs> thank you, thank you. I mean, it, it paid off. I saw it. I was like, oh. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, thank you very much, Coach. <laughs> uh, we got a five dollar donation from uh, Ashura saying. Uh, I love working in games, but any real job has stress, even if you do love it. Yep. The difference is nine to five jobs tend to be both stressful and unengaging. Yeah, I mean, like I, I was is, I like, was not necessarily stressed with my job, my old job, but. But you could walk out of there and be like, OK, I'm done for this. Yeah, it's done. It's like I mean, there were definitely times that it was stressful and it became more stressful. It, what made it stressful was as you know, my life in gaming like got underway and started, you know, becoming bigger and a a bigger part of my time. Like I was just so annoyed that I was having to like work on these projects when, you know, I mean, nothing against, you know, the projects or the people I worked with, but it was just like something I was just like so much more into it was just automatically annoying by default that I had to do this stuff, you know, and, and that became stressful, you know? Right. And I felt, I felt guilty that I couldn't like contribute as much as, you know, my coworkers. Like I just, I didn't have, I didn't have the energy, the time to commit to it as much as they did because it, mm-hmm. it wasn't the only thing I was doing, you know, unlike them, which, you know, it was, it was, you know, they're, main job you know and and i I, honestly honestly even though it was what paid the bills i considered it secondary it was not it was not as important to me as you know putting more into my life in gaming you know right that 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 did it was stressful for that reason um oh we got a uh we had a two dollar donation from uh, from JJJ John, saying appreciate the answer, guys. Recommend a uh, Dreamcast VGA box. Um, I have uh, it's like a it's an orange one. Is it like a Mad Cats one? Uh, I'm not sure if the older ones are better made than the ones that that Retrobit came out with or not. It seems like a it's more compl- like complex the older one is but i'm not sure if it's better that's something that i, I will get into when we do the the dreamcast uh rgb episode um i um uh, i recently got the metro access 
um, cable, the, the SCART cable that has, um, you know, a 15 kilohertz, 31 kilohertz switch. So you can use like 480p with the OSSC. It looks great. Uh, that um, uh, that Grandia two shot um, mm -hmm. in uh, in the documentary. It's during Jeremy Parrish's segment. I was recorded with it. The, the only the only problem I have right now is that I I thought it was an issue with the Toro, but like my video like started turning yellow and now I've kind of discovered it's just like an issue with my Dreamcast and I'm sure it can it can be fixed like I have to like if I hold uh, the cable like if I put pressure on it then like it, it's it's fine but it was an issue with the Toro too and I've got like the other Dreamcast that has the GDMU in it and it it's fine so um but I mean, the cable looks looks really good, um, and you know I expect the HD Retrovision cable to perform similarly. So it really depends on what you're hooking up to. I've actually got like that. There, well, there was that shot of um, Sonic uh, Sonic Adventure Two on a PC VGA monitor, and uh, that is actually just using a cheap. I don't even know if it has a brand name. Just a cheap, just VGA cable. It's not a box. Uh, I think that comes with limitations. Uh, like, you know, you can't get like 15 kilohertz stuff out of it. But um, it seems fine. Um, like, I had a little trouble with it on the OSSC, but I kind of suspect that might have been because of the, the output on my Dreamcast, I didn't, I didn't realize until more recently that it was a problem with my system. Um, and I actually didn't think it looked that bad. I mean, I didn't do any like hardcore like comparisons with it, but uh, I didn't think I didn't think it looked, I didn't think it looked that bad on the OSSC and certainly on the VGA monitor. Like, if, if you're just looking up to like a a, a VGA CRT, like. I think you'd be okay with a with just a cheap generic VGA cable. I mean, it, I, I I say that having you know not put in like the research required yet of a right. Dreamcast a Dreamcast RGB two hundred video yet, but like just based on you know my casual observation so far, like if you are hooking up to a PC CRT. I think just a basic, just a cheapo, straight cable, like, probably fine. <laughs> uh, I missed a, uh, a donation from Hyboria um, 12 minutes ago saying, uh, well, thank you. He says, uh, oh, my God, try four <laughs> now I get it now. Yeah, I mean it's not used. I mean, I, I like that a lot of people in the comments for the documentary said, uh, "Oh, they're like he's like ditching the the, the try name for this." Like that's how I know it's it's serious. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess we try to like for the documentary stuff we, you know, use our like full. Yeah. I mean, I always use my full real name, anyways. But I mean, I think that. Because well, that's I think that's because you you, like you a, never had like an online name that stuck. 
Well, I mean, I did for a long time, but I, I guess when I got out of, well, I took a break from games and came back, mm -hmm. then I, I fully like jettisoned right. it. Yeah, like I mean, you know, my my online name is just kind of stuck. Like most people that that know that knew me originally online, like just call me Try. You know, right? Um, that is, you know, that's just how it's been. So you know, I've continued to use that name for for Imleg. But you know, I think there was one comment that's like, "Oh, good, we're finally ditching the Try name." But well, it's like I still intend to use it for regular episodes, like. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I don't want to say that, like, documentaries are, like, you know, uh, you know, super serious times or anything. But it is, like, it, it is, like, a step higher on professionalism. Yes. Than, exactly. like, a regular episodes, which I consider a little more casual. You know, I did a different, like, sort of tone of read for this. Like, right. you know, and. I mean, that's how they are. And I, mean, I avoided, you know, uh, a, a avoided using words like you know uh, uh, first you know first person second second person terms you know me we you um, right I mean you know, I, I think there might like, be one part where in one of the scripts where I used a you and I just couldn't think of a better way to put it and I thought it was okay in that context so I I mm -hmm. kept it but, well I mean like we we don't want to insert ourselves into our documentaries at all. Right. Oh, yeah, we, we, we are just telling the story. Essentially, and that's why we only appear at the very beginning. Right before the intro. Mm -hmm. And then we we're, we're, then we're it's just like establishing that we are the narrators. Um, <laughs> we had a $2 donation from uh, from Joshua Helmicky saying 500 million, but try has to live stream clerks. Well, the, the channel would probably get a uh, a takedown. Yeah, probably get a strike for that. Um, I I mean I'm gonna go on a limb here. I say like I don't think Tri would like clerks in any way. <laughs> I know it's a famous I, movie. I, 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 just... I feel like he would not like any of Kevin Smith's movies. I mean I I, I think that there's other people in this chat that probably will agree with me. <laughs> uh, I don't. think... Does it strike you as my kind of humor? No, I I think that you, I feel like you would actively dislike it. Dislike. Mm. Um, do you think I should do another run, or should I like yeah, do another do another run? Do I feel like run? you you were very close to finishing that time. Apparently, um, we had a four ninety nine donation from uh, James Ingram. Thank you. It says Doc was first thing I watched after moving into my place. Now I'm packing with the stream. Thank you guys for the great stuff. Well, you know, it's it's cool that you can it's exciting that you can move and then like then watch that right away, I guess. I mean, thank you. It's uh I mean like when I've been doing work down here in the in the new basement, I've been putting on different YouTube stuff and marathoning various things in the in the background. I've been kinda getting into this uh like this filmmaking channel called uh called Gerald Undone. There's like like some film video gear and also he's been doing this really good uh series on he's been visiting other youtube people's studios and since i'm like turning this into like a studio down here i've been using it as a like a to get ideas mm. that's been cool i rec i recommend gerald undone if you haven't 
and soon. It's like like Gerald and Dunn probably in probably uh, uh, DSL DSLR shooter uh, Caleb Pike, probably my favorite uh, film YouTube people. It's funny. I think if, if if you're familiar with Caleb Pike, I feel like he looks like he could be my brother. <laughs> if, <laughs> if you ever if you, you ever saw, he, he looks like he. I mean, I can be me brothers. Um. Yeah, I'm always to probably be try the best shot and enjoying a Kevin Smith movie, and probably. But I mean, I still don't think that he would like it. <laughs> I mean, Clerks is, is is probably my favorite because it's just the you know it's the first one, but but Dogma is definitely. My second favorite. I I really like Dogma a lot. Um, I feel as though after Dogma, there was a distinct drop in quality and in, in, in how much I enjoyed these movies, especially since it just it felt like it was trying, like the jokes were trying so hard to be over the top where it didn't feel... I mean, I guess up to that point, like the... The style of writing felt more like off the cuff, like they, like it, it felt just more like people were were just hang, hanging out and talking. It was it was about the way that they were just talking about the stuff more than the way than the, the content of the jokes themselves. And it just seemed like it got to a point where it was just trying to be as weird and as gross as possible. Uh, I did see. Jay and Silent Bob reboot. I saw it in the, uh, like, during, like, one of their, like, the uh, AMC's events that they had at. Um, and, I mean, it was okay. It was okay. Uh, uh, Clerks 2, I feel, is a great follow-up. See, I mean, not, not as much as I would have liked to. I felt like it still fell into that same category where it was trying to be too like gross for like its own good i mean it has it definitely has its moments i i love the i love the final shot of of clerks too you know the pull out back to the, the store and then you know goes to black and white and with, with soul asylum playing uh like that's like probably the best part of the whole movie that's the last shot Um. Uh, would you guys uh, un, un undeaded, undeaded dysfunction thing? Would you guys ever cover filmmaking or cover filming screens physically rather than through capture? Uh, do you really think really do it well? And I'm thinking I'm always struggling with uh, the frequency flickers. Um, I mean, I could see doing like a mini on that. That would actually be kind of fun. Yeah. Like like recording off of CRTs. I mean, just, one, it's just one of the one of the toughest things is like even when you have it perfectly synced up. Um, there was a shot that I really struggled with. Um, uh, it was the one there, uh, of uh, Link like kind of going into a palace in Zelda Two, and I had the hardest time with that shot for some reason because um, it was. I 
Um, I had the hardest time with that. Dang it. <laughs> Batman just turned into the Joker that time. <laughs> um, I had the hardest time with that shot because even though I had the refresh perfectly synced up, you could see as the screen scrolled, there was just a really strong tear and it looked terrible for some reason. To be honest, mm -hmm. one thing that I don't fully understand is the behavior of the tear is different depending on how close you are to the screen. Right. You know, whether you're at an angle or straight on, it's different. And I honestly don't know if I could explain why. I just kind of work at it until I get as good as I can. And sometimes I, you know, I'll accept a little bit of tearing in it. Like if it's not super obvious, but it was just somehow the way I was trying to shoot that that Zelda two shot. Like it was just really, really obnoxious. You know, what's another interesting thing. Um, hmm. There, no matter what I did, that shot of uh, duck hunt, there is a little slight It's subtle, but there's a dark line that goes up the screen. Uh, I, I think it's like when the dog is like, coming up with the ducks and it happened every single time like every single time like consistently at the same point and I like tried to see if there's anything I could do about it and it just it happened every time and even though like it was synced up to the proper timing for NES games and like mm -hmm. I wonder if like it had something to do with the like if the gun uh if the gun like causes like the timing to reset or something, it was really interesting. Like it just, it was very consistent. Like, like I was wondering if there's like the amount of time between the time you fire the gun and like, and then I would see, you know, when the dog came up, it was, just, it was, it was exactly the same every time. I just thought it was really interesting. It's weird. It's just like that game. Well, I didn't try like Hogan's Alley or anything. True. But like, I, I'm just wondering if like the behavior of the gun caused that. Oh, come on. But I, I could see doing like a mini on that. That would be kind of fun to be something a little different. Um, but yeah, I mean, you did a lot of off-screen shooting in this one. There were, I actually haven't watched it, but I know LGR did a, a video because it's actually there was there was a comment about it, it uh, when when I'm shooting off the CRT going through the. The retro RGB website. There's there's actually a shot of an article. That's true. I I feel like we helped them decide on the GH5. I think I think we told them to get oh, the really? GH5 because I had because I I'm pretty sure that we were the ones like I. Well, I, I haven't sure asked us, and we said 
the GH5 has a synchro scan on it, and yeah. that's like the reason to get it. I I'm didn't know he sure got one. It actually. was. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, he's been doing it for a long time, and I'm pretty sure that on Twitter we talked to him about it. Mm-hmm. That's, that feels a little familiar. But yeah, I uh, I haven't watched that video, but that that video was posted on Retro RGB, and it's in the B-roll as I'm scrolling down, uh, and someone said like, "Can we just appreciate that there is a camera shooting off a of CRT in 2020, showing a video a link video. to a video so that has a, a, a thumbnail of a camera <laughs> shooting off of a CRT in it." <laughs> It was funny. I didn't. Th- I didn't think about about it. You know. Yeah. Uh, Craig Wan was wondering if we're planning on doing histories of uh, main gaming companies before they made the jump to video games, like when Sega made games for military servicemen, hence their name, Service Games. I mean, that's like um, interesting, I mean, but that sounds like norms. That's, yeah, that sounds something norms more area. like. Yeah. Who had a a very fun video he released this week about looking at his older videos and looking at things that he got wrong. Oh, that, that had to have been so painful. I mean, maybe it is, but I mean, like he has, he had a good point. And when he said that he is, that he made that video, he says, you know, instead of, instead of like pretending like I didn't get things wrong, like it's let's like just face it head on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it is, it's like, it, like it's, it's really frustrating. I mean, it happens like, there, yeah, it doesn't. I mean, yeah. There, there was a, a comment recently that you know I, I left a, a reply to, uh, and I th- this is something that I'm willing to be wrong on, but I have, it's this is something that there is weirdly, I mean, of course it's been, you know, more than two years. Oh gosh, it's probably been, gosh, has it been like three years since the Game Boy video? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I feel like December is going to be four years. Oh my gosh. So obviously it's been a while since I looked at this, but like there at the time, like it was, and I talked to a bunch of people like there is it weirdly not that much information out there about like the like information that I feel Uh, is trustworthy on the what the original DS screen is. Like people just throw around the word, oh, it's a backlit screen, it's a frontlit screen. I don't think they're really even thinking about what it is. They're just saying it's a screen with a light, but they'll say backlit or frontlit (laughs) without thinking about it. They're just saying, oh, it has a light, you know, or, you know, it's articles from like E3, like the year it was was unveiled, you know? Like I I just, there's, there's nothing there. There's nothing that I feel really is like a definitive word on the subject, at least at the time that I researched that video. Like I, I, it does not make sense to me for it to be frontlit. I think people call it frontlit because it's about as bright as a Game Boy Advance SP. It, it doesn't look, it doesn't, it's not, it's, it's a dim screen and people, and the PSP came out like just a couple of months later and it looks so much better. So they're like, oh, that's backlit and that's frontlit. I don't think it's true. I'm, I mean, I'm willing to be wrong, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty convinced. I am doing so bad. Um, I'm pretty convinced that it's this, it's backlit. Like you can, if you take the, the D the original DS outside, 
and and try to play it in the sunlight it, it looks it looks even with the light off it looks terrible it doesn't it's it's not the same kind of additive light effect oh my gosh why didn't my thing work um it's not the same like kind of additive effect that um that like the uh, 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 a non AGS 101 GBASP has um when you're outside like it 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 doesn't really seem to help is my point um so i i'm just and i feel like there there's something there there's something else about the nature of when you turn the screen off and i i forget forget what it was because it's been a long time since i researched it as i said but uh I mean, you can't see, like, if you look like sideways on a GBASP, you can see it. You can see the light. That's not there on a deal. How can it be front lit if you can't see the light from the front, huh? Tell me that. <laughs> Does anyone in the chat here seem like they actually know? Has anyone said uh, anything? No, I'm not seeing anything. I'll say it. Maybe I might. Mean, I, 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 I didn't see anything. It, you would have to have substantial proof. But I, I I invite someone to prove I I, I I mean it's not like I've disassembled a DS screen. But like I, I'm 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 convinced it's backlit. <laughs> it's dark, but that don't mean it's frontlit. I mean take 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 a Game Boy Advance. SP, not non-AGS 101. Take that outside and take an original DS outside and and hold it up to the sunlight. And tell me which one you can actually see. You, the, the, the original DS looks terrible outside. Mm -hmm. I mean, not, not, that, oh. not that the Game Boy Advance looks great outside either, but like it, it is, it is noticeably better. And, and two, like, can you make a front lit touch screen? I kind of doubt it. Um, Corpse four thirteen saying, uh, magazine. Should I use tape or uh, just grin and bear? You mean for the the spines and stuff? I think I saw your uh, comment earlier. Uh, and. I mean, I haven't done anything with them. I mean, I if I have things with like torn spines or like the the cover has fallen off, I just like have started slowly moving mine into into bags with uh with the boards in them. I mean, I think that's 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 a safe way to do it. I mean, I I haven't had any I haven't used tape at all, honestly. Someone's saying that the original DS has the best D-pad of all time. Ooh, I, it's okay. It I, I remember being really into, I guess, like the clicky feel of the, like, I, that was a time where I was like, kind of, it was actually kind of interesting because like the DS had like really clicky buttons and the light had more like more of a traditional mush to it, I guess. Um, and then the DSI had kind of 
clicky again. Um, and they were just kind of going back and forth. And I, I remember I was like at the time, like kind of going back and forth. It's kind of like, oh, like it feels really responsive uh, for it to just, you know, it's instant click, but then like kind of the softer feel is nice. Like, I guess I don't have like a firm preference these days. But you've been saying you're getting into using the buttons on the Twitch. Uh, on the oh, the button D-pad on the Switch. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I like it. It feels weird. I feel I feel self-conscious about it because like people like act like that should not be <laughs> like like there is no way you should be okay with that. And it's just like. It was like, it was like probably like a couple of years. Like really it wasn't until, it, it wasn't really until last year actually. Like, cause like I had not played that many like D-pad games and handheld mode on. And I was, I was at, um, I was at my parents' house, uh, you know, some point early last year. Uh, and I had my switch with me and that was when I started playing Dust. And I was like, oh, this feels kind of good. And over the course of the year, I played a number of like predominantly D-pad games on on the Switch and, and uh, in portable mode. And I was just like, this is fine. Like I, it's better than the Switch Pro D-pad. Like it's, it's weird, but I, I I think it is good. It's it's very responsive. It's very precise, and it it looks like it should feel weird, but it just it doesn't feel weird to me. Where do you think Joker got all this military equipment? Right. I don't really. I mean, does he have anything like that in the movie? No. I, it's been so long. Um, it's a shame that the that the 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 flying episode is so short in this. Like it's this is like super long, and then that's like really short. Like yeah, it's like, just I mean it's just it's a shame in the sense of like they obviously like put a lot of effort into it. Yeah. So you you say you've only seen this movie once. I've, I'm pretty sure I saw it as a kid. Uh, and then like in recent years, like it's, it's definitely on my rewatch list, mm. but it's, it's, it has, it's been a long time since I saw it. Yeah. It's interesting. Or I mean, I've I not seen it that much. Like you, I know for sure. I, I saw Batman returns as a kid. Yeah. I mean, I saw this one. I mean, summer 89 when this came out, I mean, I think I saw it four times in the theater. Wow. I mean, and a lot of that is because because my brother wanted to see it over and over again. <laughs> uh, and it, it's uh, it's still very good. I love the look and the music is just is absolutely iconic in this movie. Um, the music has just has never been been topped in any other Batman. Uh, movie, as, as far as I'm concerned. Although I did like the, the Nolan, like 
the sound of the music in it like worked really well, especially when it when it would usually go like to the ending credits in those movies. I always love that, but the uh, the the theme is just is so good in the original in these in these in this and Batman Returns, and they like got rid of it in Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. Do you think those uh, were considered part of the same continuity? Oh, they they definitely were. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's I, I I saw. I don't think I saw both of them back in the day, but I know I know I saw the the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's considered the. I mean that was that was the one that like kind of killed it for a while. Yeah. Because I mean this one. The original Batman gets, spends all his time trying to get away from the, the, uh, the cheese of the of the TV show, and it slowly moves back towards towards Ooh. that the Batman and Robin Batman Forever. Um, I mean, there's a lot of weird stuff in this movie that is just like not even part of Batman's character because I mean, I think I read something about how Tim Burton had like never read a Batman comic in his life. He said, really. When he, when he like made this movie, he had never read a Batman comic. Like all the stuff where it's like, oh, you got like, hanging upside down in his bedroom, like as a like like a bat, <laughs> for like no reason. Like Vicky Vale stays over, she wakes up in the middle of the night, and he's just like hanging in there upside down for for who knows why. <laughs> you know, it's just like it's just like this weird thing that he's doing <laughs> that is like never talked about again in the entire movie or like in any other movies. Um, okay, yeah, so he said he never read one or would never read them or something like that if they were beneath him. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I guess, yeah. And, uh, you know, I guess it, like, it explains a lot. Oh, yeah, I, that's right. I didn't I, yeah, I, I forgot. I kind of had this guy figured out, like, when he jumps, like, just kind of meet him in the air and punch him. Yeah. Uh. But I mean, who? That was my last I, life. I didn't even realize that. I probably, I probably would have choked if I knew it was my last life. The. It's just it. Jack Nicholson is just having so much fun in this movie, which is so is <laughs> I love, and it's just like. When he does his uh, Jack Palance impression to to Jack Palance, he's like, "You are my number one, a guy." It's it's, it's so funny. It, it's like I, I I love doing that. <laughs> I do that to to my son all the time. I go like, "Monty, you are my number one, a guy." <laughs> He's like grabbing his, I'm like grabbing his shoulders, <laughs> doing it. <laughs> um, but I mean, like, and I just never liked any other any of the other ones nearly as much as this one. I remember, like, Batman Returns at the time was it was kind of a, a disappointment. I remember. I've only seen it a few times. I've honestly, it's a movie that I've never really heard any opinions about. 
to be honest. On Batman Returns? Yeah. I like the like the like the Christmas setting for it. You know, I, I like I like Christmas time settings and movies that aren't Christmas movies. Sure. Like that's one of my favorite thing, you know, like, like Lethal Weapon. Mm. And that's one of the things I like about Iron Man 3 a lot. It takes place during Christmas time. Does it? Oh yeah, it does. That's right. Yeah. It's not really front and center. But yeah, that's true, it does. Um. Uh, so, so what do you do to get shots of the show devices games rotating like you have a motorized turntable? I mean, we actually haven't done that in like years. Yeah, I mean, there's only times sometimes we'll use it if it's used, but we have a uh, we have a, a motorized slider like a like a sliding. Uh, it's on has, rails. It's on. Yeah, it's on rails. And uh, we have a it's it's by a company called Rhino. Um, they're definitely the most expensive piece of equipment that we both have, for sure. But I mean, we I feel that we've gotten more than our money's worth out of using them yeah. at this point. Uh, especially that we were we um, were Kickstarter backers for the the Rhino Arc Two, which allows for what is it like three axis movement, so yeah. it can go up, down, left, right, and then. We have a Z axis using it with the um, with the slider. It's still very new and has a lot of firmware issues, but uh, we've been using it pretty heavily. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's we've been using it for two years now, and you know, it's, well, the, the I meant the Arc Two. Oh, 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 the Arc Two. Yeah, we've been using it since like we got that, got our Kickstarter back October, in. Uh, yeah, like, that. like like August, September, October. Yeah. During that time, uh, I mean, it's just it's easy to like make dynamic shots using it, yeah. and 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 it's also, you know, it feels like you the the shot holds your interest for longer as well, so right. you can get you away can with using a shot on camera for longer. That way. So it right kind of helps in editing a bit. Yes. Is that game over, game over? Okay. No, I think I've only can. I mean, I, I was doing pretty bad at first, but I, I've still overall continued probably only a few times. Uh, I have seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. It's, I mean, it's the same director or same writer as Lethal. He, did he write Lethal Weapon and Predator? Because he was in Predator for a second, then he, he directed Iron Man 3. Uh, he did a really good movie uh that i really liked um the nice guys it's pretty good, good movie uh but kiss kiss bang bang i always think of the i can't re remember a whole lot about that movie but i just i always think of that scene where she like slams the door in robert downey jr's face and like his hand was in the door and it like cuts off his finger <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Shane Black. And he's like in Predator, the original Predator for like a second. <laughs> like, he has like. Uh, like, 
like a very small speaking role. Didn't they do that so that he could like work on the script while they were shooting it? They couldn't like think of a way to get him there to like the studio wouldn't pay for him to be there like during the shoot so they like cast him as a, like a really minor role during it oh is he the glasses guy in predator yeah yeah i feel like yeah i i, I saw i saw this story somewhere but i can't remember where Um, but I, I did not see the, the new Predator. I've I've only seen Predator 1 and 2, and I actually saw the second one first, and I did not like it. I'd be interested to see it again, though, now that I've seen the first, and see if my opinion changes. Wait, if you saw what? I saw Predator 2 before I saw the first one. Oh, Predator. yeah. Interesting. I mean, Predator 2 gets a lot of hate, but I think it's... I always really liked it. I, I, I was not impressed, but I'd, I'd like to see it again. It's got Bill Paxton in it. Like, he's, uh... During that time before he, when he was like still in his like his his Hudson phase. I always get him confused with uh Who's the guy that plays Lone Star? Oh, um Bill Pullman. Yeah, I, I always get I always get them confused. Yeah, Bill Paxton—he's—he's he's, he's always really good and everything. I mean, it's a shame that he's—he's he's no longer with us. Um, I was like last year, I was rewatching. Uh, I hadn't seen it in so long. I it was uh, it was a weird science, and Bill Paxton's in that. Yeah, and he's like. He, he is, he is so obnoxious in it. But that's what... Why he's remembered, I guess, in that movie. But I gotta say, you know, Weird Science, not as good as I remember it being. <laughs> I was like, oh, this isn't as good as I... Uh, I, 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 I saw that for the first time only a few years ago. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah, it was It's just—it's it's amazing that most of the movie takes place during that part, that during the party at their house. I don't—I honestly don't really remember very much about it. it. It did not make a huge impression. Yeah. I'm taking my kids to see Sonic tomorrow. Uh, I was gonna take them today, but do they know yeah, anything about the character? I—I I think so. Yeah. I mean, they're—they've been asking to see it for a long time. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean. I was 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 surprised when they said, you know, can we go see Sonic? I'm like, I would, I, I'll go see Sonic with you. I mean, I <laughs> don't feel like it would be like I was thinking, like, oh, I'll probably wait till 
video I, I well at first when it first when the first trailer came out but you know i i do i absolutely respect the work and effort that they put in and then you know the word is is that it's like it's very good you know i i, I saw i saw I an interesting that. point and i i don't i don't know if this was like something that the producers were actually actively thinking about but i saw someone point out that uh you know Sonic was becoming popular like right around the same time that like Jim Carrey was. So like, you yeah, know, for for like the adults who might be taking their kids to see the movie, like Sonic and Jim Carrey are like both nostalgic. Huh. I guess. I mean, yeah. Which is, that's an interesting perspective, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> We had a yeah, we had a five dollar donation from uh, Scott F. Thank you. He says great, great job on the documentary. I love, love the little guys' interviews. Okay. I have a six year old and brought him up on my my Atari and NES. <laughs> also built Odroid Go with my four year old. I'm not I'm not familiar with the with the Odroid Go Go. Sounds like sounds like a DE10 Nano project. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I, I'm glad that, that Sonic ended up being good because you know it seems to de- seems to have defied basically everybody's expectations, and that's that's always nice. But I'm, I'm gonna take him to see it. I, I, I was gonna take him to see it tonight, and then it was like, oh, it's gonna be like. Kids' tickets is are like fifteen dollars, and my ticket was gonna be eighteen dollars. I'm like, oh, I mean, I seriously, I have no idea why. I'm like, we'll go see it like one, like maybe one o'clock tomorrow. Like matinees will be like say be like a dollar or two. I was I was shocked when I was like, oh, and it cost me like nearly fifty dollars to go see, <laughs> go see this movie. I don't know if that's if I'm prepared for that today. Yeah. Even if it's just like a five dollar total savings. So we're gonna go kind of early tomorrow. I, yeah. I I am very much a matinee guy. <laughs> I don't I don't see much value in like going to a movie at night is not not worth an extra cost to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I, unless I, yeah. it's like a movie that like unless it's like an opening night kind of thing, it's you know it's fun to right, see a movie right. on opening night. Yeah, exactly. And especially now I got to drive over there. Now that it's no longer walkable for me. I don't oh, know. Yeah. I, did I announce that like we that I sold we, we sold the old house? I'm sure you did, but we now could. it's like officially like out of your hair. Yeah, we we we, we closed on it on Wednesday. Uh, I'm not sure if I how much I went into it during the if I had mentioned it, but um, I mean we put it on the market on a Wednesday and we had an offer by Thursday That's, evening. You are so lucky. <laughs> yeah, and then it, I mean, and then everything moved so much quicker because the person buying it was is going to turn it into two apartments, so they or were paying cash so there's no like bank loan or anything that they had to worry about 
so everything moved super quick. But it, it, just that happening was was such a relief because I was I was so afraid of having to pay two mortgages. And it never overlapped even for one month. It did, but I mean. But now, you it's, get now, now you've you, yeah, yeah, now you're paid. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it just it feels like a big relief. Uh, I mean, we probably got a little bit less than what we wanted for it, but I was like, let's just do it because if it doesn't if it doesn't sell right away. And we're right. paying double mortgage, like we're like losing that money over yeah. time. And it was a unique situation. You didn't know how attractive it was going to be to like someone who just wanted to buy it as like a single family home. Right. Because I mean, it's, it would be, it'd be challenging for, I mean, th th that's the reason we ended up selling it. Cause it was going to be challenging as the kids got older, it'd be challenging to everyone. They have their own spaces to oh, do this, stuff. And this is, this is feeling like the NES game. I've, remember there was like a last climb oh man i don't know if i don't know if that's a check a forever checkpoint <laughs> but i hope so oh oh gosh <laughs> game sex back and he says wow you haven't beaten this yet well, you know, what can I say? I didn't grow up with the Genesis. He's close. We're getting close. Is that, is that, is there any way? Can you, can you jump straight up and use your grappling hook in the air? I knew that was a bomb, but it didn't hurt me. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Everyone is like, there's, there's a, a small amount of people. In the, in the chat that are are freaking out that that, that Joe is in here. <laughs> well, it's not uncommon occurrence if you want to come to our <laughs> have have a little incentive to come to our stream, see Joe. I, don't, I have no idea how how hard Joker is in this. He's really hard on the NES, but he, you can also cheese him. Yeah. Oh, Sex says that uh, <laughs> the Joker is pretty is is piss easy in this is, in this version. Uh, well, we'll see. So. Oh, I hope that was a forever checkpoint. Ah, oh, thank goodness. That, that music didn't lie to me. Okay. Yeah, two dollar donation from Container Seven with 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 no message. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, 
Adam Jenkins says that says I like Game Sack. They they provided a good tutorial on how to clean my old games one time. <laughs> not not your old games, your stupid games. Yeah. I so like the, my my favorite part about that is using like the pressure wash. <laughs> yeah. And like the bouncing around. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Scott F brings up the, uh, the the don't walk sign. The don't walk sign? Was was always used as Electronic Gaming Monthly as an example of, of the clarity of RGB versus composite. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they had, like, articles about it. But, like, did not really sink in back then? Like, Well, they were talking about it, but I don't think that... It was, like, not... Uh, it was like like a part of a article on a page. Mm -hmm. So I did you really remember that whole thing? Like I remember the image and everything, and wondering how it was. Like I, it didn't quite click with me, like what was even going on. Yeah, they didn't really explain like how they got, how they connected. Yeah. Like how I mean, the thing is, is like at the time I was probably, uh, I was probably still on RF. And I remember being shocked at the, the jump in quality when I went from RF to composite. <laughs> See, I never, I, mean, I, remember, I never thought it was that. I never thought it was that big of a jump. Yeah, for some reason, for me at the time, I remember being really shocked. I mean, about it. It obviously, I'm sure it just it depends on your TV. Oh, I think I hear Sophia. Sophia. Here she comes. Come here. She's like, Meow. Oh, what's down there? Oh, no. What? <laughs> you die? No, I didn't oh. die, but. You just fell all the way back down to the beginning? Yeah, there were some goodies on the way that I missed. Oh, no. Probably not worth it, though, because the enemies respawn. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was a long fall. Or so. Up here. You know, come here. You come and say hi. So does uh, does Joe have any hot tips for fighting the Joker? I'm going to consider the Joe Redifer strategy guide to not be cheating. <laughs> Punch him in the face. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Really? That easy? Most, most enemies, it's too difficult to really get that close to their face. <laughs> Come here, Saul. Come on up. Come here. There she is. You fall all the way down again. It's something about like the jumping out. You that... can punch those. You can. Joe says you can punch those fire-breathing dragon things. Oh really? Yeah. 
You want to talk into the, you know, talk on the microphone? Come here. Oh, so you can. Come here. try to get her to purr into the microphone. <laughs> Did you hear that? Nah. Oh. Uh, Kat is... She really likes the new place. She's pretty happy now. I think she does not look... Or does not... Uh, I think that she misses her her boyfriends that would sit on the other side of the windows <laughs> the other house but that's it okay I think I can just walk left okay Ooh, now I've set myself up for some hard jumps <laughs> Well, we got a, we got a $2 donation from uh, Josh Way saying $2 <laughs> for Sophia's appearance. She doesn't, doesn't show up very often. Oh. Slightly off the side of the, the shot. Well, I can make her make her a little I'm bit. stocking up on batarangs at least. <laughs> Actually, could I just like... I could just like... Do this. <laughs> this, I, this isn't cheating. I discovered this. A 99 cent donation from uh, from JJJ John saying uh, it's just like an emoji of a face with a little, little I don't know going on the side. I'm pretty sure Joe would say this is not cheating. Oh, getting getting a hundred batarangs. Yeah, well, no, I mean, I like I said, I discovered it. Like, if you discover like. You know, like one one thing that I always think is interesting is item farming is cheating, according to Joshua Helmick is saying. Oh, Joe says I'm cheating. Oh, but he he's says, kidding. He says, yeah. Oh, see? Not cheating. No, I mean that's something I would totally do. Yeah. I mean that's like that's that's that is absolutely beating the game legit. Absolutely. Um, what was I gonna say? You think uh, Joker put those fire breathing uh, <laughs> dragon heads there? No, I mean it's it seems like something that a town Not called Gotham Joker. Uh, <laughs> so it sounds like something that a town called Gotham City would just have, you know? Yeah. And sure, I donated five dollars and says, "Try, hurry up and dance with the devil in the pale moonlight already." <laughs> What'd you say? You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Oh. <sighs> 
You know, I kind of suspect that I could get that health by doing that. Okay, I think that, that was probably worth it. That was worth it. That health was worth it. Yeah. Yeah, it was worth it. I bet you could have used the... The grapple, grapple. yeah. I just, I was, I was kind of... I was... I mean, I, I yeah. didn't, I didn't expect that falling blocks, so, so it kind of threw me off. Got a uh, two dollar donation from a uh, cool, cool alien fish thirty two X. Whoa! Thank you. It says, uh, Sonic would totally beat Joker. I mean, I wouldn't even doubt it. Not this, not this time, Joker. <laughs> My sometimes my son watches this thing on on uh, on YouTube. It's like some Batman thing, and he like plays with Batman toys, and uh, it does like like the like the Christian Bale voice. Mm -hmm. And he's like Joker. <laughs> I just think it's so funny when I hear it. You're not gonna get away with this time, Joker. <laughs> <laughs> I I never like the first time I saw Batman Begins. I, didn't, oh, dang it. I like I didn't I didn't even think about the fact that he was like doing a voice for Batman. Like it just I don't know it didn't didn't bother me initially. I mean it's 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 you don't think about it in the first one, but it's like. What am I really supposed to do about these bombs? Like, swear to me. <laughs> so when did this uh, version come to the U.S. anyway? Uh, probably 90, 1990, I'm guessing. Like, what? when did it come to Japan? I don't know. The Japanese version, though, is, like, is in one of those really small cases. Right, right. You almost bought it at, uh... Oh, what was that place called? Uh, oh, yeah, the place Sudabaya was... or something like that? Yeah. I, I, I just... You couldn't even move in there. Yeah, so. I know. Like, that... Like... I remember Jimmy saying you could get some really good deals there, but like that was, that was my least favorite store we went to just because, I mean, it was just impossible to browse. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. $5 donation from my Jason Hubbard, who is wondering who's your favorite, Adam West or Michael Keaton? Uh, I mean, I'm going to say Michael Keaton just because. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Joker has slammed down to the ground from the top stair of the cathedral. Now, Joker looks dizzy with his face. Oh, there wasn't even time to read that. Joker looks dizzy. He fell and he fell. He fell and looks dizzy. <laughs> Is that what he thinks? It's like the like the swirling above his head. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if that's what he was like? Like looks, a swirly around his head. Dizzy. <laughs> I'd say Michael Keaton, even though like I did watch a lot of the Batman show here and there, I was always on like late night. 
And uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I liked it, but it was never didn't strike me the same way. Wait, there was a Michael Keaton Batman show? No, no, no. I'm talking about the Adam West. Oh, oh, Batman. oh! I thought you said I thought you said Michael Keaton for some reason. I I I don't think I've ever watched. Um, I don't think I've ever watched the Batman, the old Batman show, but I've seen the movie and like, like me, me and my friend that I want, this was like back in high school, me and my friend that I watched it with, like we were, we, we, I mean, we had a good time watching it. <laughs> I mean, we were just laughing. Oh, so the, the music's by the Blaster Master guy. Yeah. Nice. I mean, that's that is a contender for best soundtrack on NES. Yeah. Well, it would be funny if he was laying there with like with the with the swirly of a Just you gotta be. He's dizzy. Does he does he die? Like I forget. Does he die? Oh yeah. I mean, that's why the NES version is so funny. Is because he like Batman just like flat out throws him off. Like grabs him and asks him if you he say you ever dance with the devil in pale moonlight and like throws him off. <laughs> well, you know, I I I got I gotta say something. I I don't think I would have beaten this game if I didn't watch Game Sack today. Because you felt like you feel like you might go back and try it with three lives now. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like three lives was pretty cruel, actually. Like five, yeah. five felt like it could have been a good balance, but seven was still, was still pretty hard, you know? I mean, yeah. but it was, but it was manageable, you know, it still took a few attempts, on, but I still like, I feel, still feel good about the approach that I took to finish this because, um, like I still like, I had to start over several times. I had to, I had to learn, you know, a lot about how to play the game and the levels and stuff, you know, like that's always important to me, like getting to sort of know the game a little bit. So, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, drum and I on the backloggery streams have, you know, played a number of, of arcade games and MAME and, you know, his rule with arcade games is, you know, you earn, you earn a credit if you get at least as far as you got the last time. So, you know, then the next time you can put in two coins and the next time you can put in three coins, but only if you get as far as you got the last time, you know, I think that's a good way to do it, especially because with an arcade game is, you know, playing it at home is ambiguous as to like what the rules should be. But, um, uh, like even when we did like final fight CD though, since that's practically an arcade game, we like, we gave ourselves the max lives, max continues, especially because it was so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so like I could see myself softening up on it a little bit. I f- I feel like I feel like Joe may have may have softened my perspective just a little bit on on upping the life count today. I think I would I think I would have been pretty hardline about it if I if I didn't watch that Game Sack episode. <laughs> Game Sack ma- making you making you think, right? Yeah. Making making you reflect on life and how how you play and how, how you enjoy games. 
So yeah, well, everyone should watch that GameStack episode. It was, uh, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a topic I especially liked, and it was one that I was surprised to see. But I thought he, I thought he handled it extremely well. Yeah. yeah. So, so Joe, Joe is responsible for all of our victories this weekend. He, uh, he assisted. This is a, a lot of story here. I'm just saying. I'm I know, surprised. right? But but Joe assisted extensively with the uh, with the the EQ on the the interviews. Uh, you know he helped me make some presets for the interviewees. Uh, he improved my on camera audio, which I was not happy with, and he convinced me to up the life count in Batman on the Sega Genesis. So thanks to Joe, we have won many victories. These past two days, these past. What's three really days. funny is that that <laughs> image of Vicky Vale, like it's like cropped in a way, you know, because she like wears a dress like that in the movie, but it's like cropped in a way that like just makes her look like she's naked. <laughs> it kind of does. <laughs> it's it's, it's a really a weird. It is kind of a weird like story. Her clothes, just so you know, you know, just so you, it may, it looks like she's. It naked. was. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. It was. Probably not 100% unintentional. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> we got a $5 donation from uh, from Tyler uh, Carnival. Carnival? 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 Uh, says, I finally got to watch you guys. I finally get to watch you guys. Your videos are going creating my Genesis RGB. Well, well thank you. Thank you. Now, is this a, it might be your first. Is this your first stream? We do it every or Sunday. Every- at the same bat time, <laughs> same bat channel. That's true. We only play Batman games. <laughs> now I kind of feel like I have to get the Game Boy one. Yeah, well, the Game like Boy that's one the I... one where he just like has a gun. Yeah, he just like I straight have... up shoots <laughs> people. Um. <laughs> Oh, did this Starcraft Ghost did it leak? Like the whole thing? Was it was that was that game finished? No. No. I mean it's that was it was made at a time when when uh Blizzard would just like cancel games, like they cancel after working on it for so long. But it, something was not up to their standards. What systems was that for? Uh, was, was, I thought it was. Was it for every system? Or... Yeah, I don't remember. It was, it was an Xbox. Game Boy Return of the Joker? I don't think I knew there was a Game Boy Return of the Joker. Well, there you go. We had a, uh, we had a $2 uh, Reals from uh, Sandro Oliveira. Oliveira? Uh, saying, uh, you guys think we'll get a PS1 by Analog soon? Probably not soon. I mean, but who knows? I mean, within the realm of possibilities. Oh, sure, I'd say it's it's in the realm of possibility. You know, I I was convinced, and I, I you know I think I did some research, and I can convince myself that it was probably not true. But I'm, <laughs> when I played uh, uh, Return of the Joker on NES, I was convinced that it was like a predator game 
and they just like swap the, the license. Cause like the, the last level is like in a jungle and then like the Joker is in like some like alien machine. Like it's really weird. It's really weird. <laughs> but I did not know there was a, a Game Boy Return of the Joker. Is it is it like the same game or is it pretty extensively different? I don't know. I have no idea. I got a four ninety nine donation from Paul Sutton who says, uh, uh, since you guys left the stream last week before my donation went through, do I get credit for this week's stream? Yeah, the only sure. reason we streamed this week was because of that. The stream would not have happened. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I pondered for a second of like coming back, like starting it back up. I mean, I can, I can see Joe why like, that like blew you away because I mean, with the Genesis is limited colors. I mean, you can do like skin tone and blonde hair, like pretty convincingly without that many colors. Uh, we had a $2 donation from Scott F saying my most underrated Sunsoft game, super spy hunter. Uh, I mean, I don't remember anything about super spy, spy hunter. Is that, is that related to regular spy hunter? Yeah. I, as far as I know, does it have the music? Uh, probably. I, I, you know, um, I, you, I you really want to play Spy I'll, Hunter 2. Hmm? You ever play the arcade Spy Hunter 2? Mm, I mean, is that, did no. that ever get like a, a port outside of. Did Spy Hunter 2, the, the arcade version, get a port outside of like being on compilations, like emulation com compilations? What, uh, what system is Super Spy Hunter on? Is it, is it on the NES, maybe? Is Mega Spy Hunter on the Genesis? <laughs> you know, I, a game that I, I kind of have a soft spot for is the. Uh, I don't own it. I, I I was actually kind of thinking about getting it when I was out game shopping yesterday. Uh, is the the PS2? Actually, I don't know what systems all it's on, but the PS2 Spy Hunter. I kind of have a soft spot for that game. Is that the one? It doesn't have like the rock in it or something. Or is he going to be in the Spy Hunter movie? Not that Never I recall, out. but I... That might, have, that might be what was going to happen. Was the, there was a movie that was going to come out that had, had The Rock in it. Ah, uh, okay. Is Spy Hunter on Xbox the same game as the PS2 game? I mean, yeah. I assume it's probably better on Xbox. Maybe I'll get that version. So Super Spy Hunter's on NES. Huh, I, I had no... Like, I would have been super interested in that if I knew it was a Sunsoft game. Is it like, is it, a, is it common? I I don't know. Oh, The Rock was in the third Spy Hunter game for PS2 and Xbox. Wait, there were, there's three games on PS2 and Xbox? Yeah, I guess so. Seriously? I always thought there was only two as well, but. That's pretty wild. It's just like, a, it's a flat out trilogy. That's wild. I, I had no idea. You should do a video on, on the Spy Hunter well, now, now I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to. Spy Hunter Trial. I'm gonna have to start Trial. looking at NES Commons again. I, I hate looking at NES Commons because there's like not much that I find there lately that I'm interested in. Although you know, every once in a while you like learn about like another game that's like, oh, that's interesting. You get it, but like most most days, looking at NES Commons is not fun. <laughs> 
Well, is that going to do it for this week? I mean, it's, it's midnight. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that will do it. So yeah, thanks everyone again for watching the stream and watching the, the documentary. And it feels, it feels good to be able to talk about that in a way that's not just blowing smoke, I guess, you know, <laughs> you know now we, we can, uh, you know, we have something to show for it. Yeah, that's, that's a relief. It's a relief. Um, thanks to everybody who donated. I'm crazy with the donations again this week. Thank you. And uh, we'll be back next week. With, uh, unless you change your contract. mind. No, I, I'm, I'm pretty committed to okay. it. Okay. I, 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 oh, I am, I am excited. I feel like that might be like the best stream of all time. Like that's... <laughs> that's oh i'm we're excited do, we're gonna do i've never beat contra with just like stock lives and stock continues so it's not that know. hard it's really not i don't i don't feel like it's gonna no it's gonna be that hard yeah all right so, all right we will uh see you next week see ya